Astrid. Okay, we are live. Hooray! We're going to do the fifth Democrat debate. Um, we weren't able to do the last one. We're going to do it on this channel. We might get kicked yeah. off. We'll see what the fuck happens. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the thing. Um, nice. And then we'll obviously unmute it when they're done talking. I was talking about how this guy is. So this is yeah. just an interesting. <laughs> this poor. This, yeah. We, uh, we have some white claw. We figured we'd keep it really gay. Yes, sister. I think sister I've only had claws. this once. Oh, God. I've never had white claw. It's basically Jeez. just vodka soda, but. Mm. Wow. Mm, that's Not bad, yeah. Mm. Yeah, quite good. Tastes exactly how you expect. <laughs> so you mentioned that you put our logo over that part of the screen for some reason. What was that for? Oh, uh, here, when you look at it, um, it blocks, kind of blocks their thing. Nice. Yeah, yeah so what I'm hoping like is by not keeping it, by not letting it go full screen, and then also um, not... I don't know. We'll see what happens. We we've been we got lucky when we were doing it on your channel. What are the fucking odds would be that it ends up fucking up because I know. we're doing it on our actual one, and then we'll get a ninety day ban, and then we'll have to we'll figure it out from there. We'll figure it out from there. We right. can dispute it, whatever. Yeah. Do you see the one that I had to dispute today for the Jordan Kleffer show? Mm-mm. We got a copyright notice on the Jordan Kleffer one. Wow! Finally, it yeah. took them long enough. Yeah, and then I was like, uh, fair use again. So fucking Viacom. Yeah. Dude. Um, Let's see. Let me get the chat up. Too. Ooh, I'm still out of breath from that. Yeah. So I just I just walked Peta, your dog, my stepdog. Yes. And um, didn't have any bags for his poop, and so I went back. I sprinted back to go pick up his his dog poop, his um, eggs. His, his eggs. So I'm super out of breath right now. So I'm gonna go ahead and put the sound on I, here. It is easy. All right. In each debate, Joe Biden's made some kind of blunder. We remember, so we'll, we'll know about that. So a few things I'm wa- so well, like which blunder? I know <laughs> that's that's the thing is like um, Joe Biden's brain Warren's is just complete absolute mush. They, so they, they flat footed, but they were surprised really at just this. Yeah, not just the, um, I'm gonna turn them down. They were surprised, for example, the Amy Klobuchar going again and again back. And, and then anybody that's watching it, if you well, need Amy more Klobuchar volume on them, let me know. I'll turn it back up. Because I don't really know how loud the actual broadcast is gonna be. Um, looks like they're already all up on the stage. I see Tulsi's in white again. Yes, that's her color. Dude. Someone was giving her shit uh, on my forum about how she only has, I think I said on the last podcast, but that she only has a few different outfits she wears, and I'm like, Fuck that. because she's a fucking grassroots campaign. She's she's our girl. She's number one. Um, but yeah, we'll see how long this stays up. We'll see if we get pulled. Um, hopefully we don't. I'm following along on my phone. Yes, yeah, so we'll know when it happens or if it happens, and it won't. But it won't yeah, happen on they, by the power of White Claw. A ton of votes right now. And with Steyer, <laughs> especially South Carolina, you'll see polls where he's doing well. And all of us cynically... In the and I don't understand I don't understand how Buttigieg or Tom Steyer are doing no well in anything. There's nothing... Oh, wait. I even forgot that. I was... I was flaunting okay, earlier so saying it's not that complicated and I couldn't even just I couldn't do it just yeah, now. Yeah, it's I saw some tweet the, uh, today that was saying that like uh make getting angry at somebody for making fun of the dance because it's apparently a very so wheelchair accessible dance yes. to do. It was designed to be accessible to the disabled differently able. Diff- excuse me, differently able. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> hello to everybody we have yeah, in here I know so this far. Is so cliche, but I, I remember. Yeah, it probably is. It probably is really cliche. But yeah, I, there's nothing about Buttigieg's rise that seems organic to me or not um, so odd. I remember a lot of moments I'm, where I'm gonna you know, post uh, now that we're you know, Elizabeth Warren will even though I should have posted you know, and show that she's the that's fine to I put Ben back up who you know really needed to kind of have land a, a, a big hit you know went from being kind of Minnesota nice to sort of you know clawing or, 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 or punching so I'm you know what actually for, what I'm gonna do you know, hmm. those moments I'm gonna put us over there the all right two days from now three days from nice. now a week from now Dave who should we really keep our eye on tonight uh, uh, That's I fine. Like think, the corner feels I good. Do think Perfect. You've got such a good eye. Ooh, no worry. I can put it say, here. I'd say Harris because I, I'm trying to like rearrange things so we can just prevent <laughs> getting flagged. <laughs> they, right. Put that over the Washington Post thing. Her, she's a different situation because no one has risen that far what and happened? fallen that far. Nothing. Uh, so uh, I would watch she does. I don't think she'd be flailing wildly, but she's telegraphed. There's candidates like people who judge. She doesn't oh, they want to see some skin. How dare they be? Oh, that's right. I am the hot one. You are the hot one, yeah. We're moments away from the fifth Democratic debate, and we'll be back with you when there are breaks in programming. Stay with us because after the debate wraps up, we'll be Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. It's starting. Who's excited? I'm excited. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. There we go. <laughs> We're in a battle for the soul of America. Oh We're God! Ready to build this majority. I forgot. About him. I'm surprised he hasn't dropped out. Ew! It's top tier candidate. Come on, Harris. Yeah. About how we uh. Because we are one America. I'm talking about. Changing the Ew. I know, the ghoul. The principles of integrity. Yes. Thank you. Alright. Alright, okay. This will be, I think this one will be, I have a good feeling about this one. Yeah. I'm so wondering. I, 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 I should probably not jinx, but I'm not going to say anything else. Dude, I bet, I bet Kamala Harris is like so fucking pissed off. Oh god. At least some of us are very, very happy to be here today. Yeah. <laughs> she said at least some of us are very happy. God, I hate her so much. Andrea Mitchell is NBC News Chief Foreign Affairs Correspondent and the host of Andrea Mitchell Reports on MSNBC. Ashley Parker is Tulsi White is House Bay, Reporter yes. for yes, the Washington she sure Post, is. and Kristen Walker is NBC News White House Correspondent. We'll be covering a wide range of topics tonight, including <laughs> national security, race, and climate. Each candidate uh, will have one minute. National security, because that's the thing. Like they mentioned it in the interview before, that like they, like she's the, like Tulsi's really the only one that, in terms of foreign policy, it's like. Yeah. Please don't interrupt. Yeah, they There's will. Ten candidates here tonight. No time to waste. Let's get right to it. <laughs> We're in the middle of the fourth presidential impeachment proceedings in our nation's history. <laughs> Ambassador Gordon Sondland delivered testimony today in the House impeachment inquiry that buttressed the case that President Trump withheld military aid to Ukraine and a White House meeting with President Zelensky because he wanted the Ukrainian president to announce investigations that would benefit President Trump politically. Senator Warren. 
You have said already that you've seen enough to convict the president and remove him from office. You and four of your colleagues <laughs> on this stage tonight, who are also U.S. Her. senators, may soon have to take that vote. Will you try to convince your Republican colleagues in the Senate to vote the same way? And if so, how? Uh, of course I will. And the obvious answer is to say It's because first, I was a Republican. Republican. Yeah, because I, I wasn't politically active until I was 47, and now all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm a Democrat. And basically any policy that Bernie comes up with, I just steal it for myself. break the law again and again and again, and that's what's happened with Ukraine. We have to establish the principle, no one is above the law. Biden is sweat, like, because he's so dirty in this. And we like, need to meet it. Yeah. But I want to add one more part based on oh today's God. testimony. And that is, how did Ambassador Sutherland get there? You know, this is not a man nobody, who had any qualifications. Nobody is watching these one. hearings, are they? No, no. <laughs> so and, and, then, and then, like, every star witness they've had, has, it's not, this is not, it's the, exact, it's the Russiagate thing all over again. It's not yielding any of the results they actually wanted. You know, I raised this months ago about the whole notion that donors think they're going to get ambassadorships on the other side. And I've taken a pledge. Anyone who wants to give me a big donation, don't ask to be an ambassador because I'm not going to have that happen. I asked everyone who's running for president to join me in that. And not a single person has so far. I hope what we saw today during we the can't trust you. means no. lots of people will sign on and <laughs> say you we don't, are not it's like her and Pete. It's like I don't stand for anything. Posts to the highest bidder. Senator Warren, thank you. Senator Klobuchar, you've said that you support the impeachment inquiry. But you want to Tulsi's wait for the only one that has like a rational, sane response on this. make a decision about convicting the president. Ugh, she's After so the looking. bombshell testimony <laughs> God, of Ambassador Sondland today, has that view changed for bombshell. you? Bombshell. I have made it very clear that this is impeachable conduct, and I've called for an impeachment proceeding. I just believe our job as jurors is to look at each count and make a decision. The Zoom. Let me make very clear. Uh, that what this impeachment proceeding about is really our democracy <laughs> at stake. Uh, this is a president what, what that this impeachment not only proceeding with about. regard to his conduct uh, with uh, Ukraine, uh, but every step that she of the gave, way she accepted it to the $250,000 from anti-gay lobby. Interest, Fucking his own political great, interest That's why I don't mind making fun of her appearance. And she apparently and treats her staffers like shit, and she's this just a, a bad person. With this man, and Unlike Warren, who I think is like a nice lady, you know, even though she sucks. Farmers and our workers, uh, to what he has done with foreign affairs, leaving the Kurds for slaughter. Um, <clears throat> sucking up to Vladimir uh, Putin every it's minute. It's like Marianne all over again. Okay, uh, okay. the Ukraine does. and, and Russia very, are mortal enemies, so you can't have it both ways. Right. Either he's a Putin puppet or he... Uh, when I was it's at just, the Carter <laughs> Presidential Museum, and on the wall are etched the words of Walter uh, Mondale when he looked back at their four years, not perfect. And they just have to this. lie so much. We like, what a shitty, truth. like, to be a Democrat right now just law. must suck eggs. Like, it just must we be the fucking the worst. We obeyed the law, we kept the peace. That is the level. minimum that we oh, should good. expect in like a president like of the United States. Senator, thank you. Senator Sanders, I'd like to go to you. Americans are watching these impeachment hearings. At the same time, they're also focused on their more better. immediate daily economic and family concerns. <laughs> yeah, I love that. How central <laughs> should the president's conduct uncovered by this impeachment inquiry be to any Democratic nominee's campaign for president? How central would it be to yours? Oh, well, God. Rachel, uh, sadly, we have a president who is not only a pathological liar, he is likely the most corrupt uh, That's president the only in matter modern us history too. of yep. America. But we cannot... That's the only three I put in the thumbnail for a reason. Right. Trump. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. You know what? We're going to lose. Yeah, if you clicked on this video, you saw right that those are the only three people that are on the thumbnail. million people who have no health insurance or are underinsured. We're facing the great existential crisis of our time in terms of climate change. You got 500,000 people sleeping out on the street, and you got 18 million people paying half of their limited incomes for housing. What the American people understand is that the Congress can walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. <laughs> yeah. In other words, we can deal with Trump's <laughs> corruption, but we also have to stand up for the working He's such families a charming of this country. And when I, and when I eat bubblegum, I eat big league chew. That our political system is I only want my gum to have flavor for three seconds. And that our economy is rigged with three people owning more wealth than the bottom half of America. We can do it all when we rally the American people in the cause of justice. Okay. Mayor Buttigieg, let me put the same question He's to right. you. No, of course, yeah, I know. But that's his thing. Oh. That's his whole thing. Oh, they went down. That's not us, is it? Uh, yeah, they went down. Oh, okay. shit. Oh, there it is, okay. Well, the constitutional <laughs> process of impeachment should be beyond politics, and it is not a part of the campaign, but the president's conduct is. The impeachable conduct is so, that we have seen like, in the abuse uh, it's of like power an, like, it's not a real person. more about in the investigations, but just to be clear, the president's already confessed to it on television. But that's just part you of see what the we've stray seen. hair? Under normal circumstances, oh, a president would leave Sometimes office after that something that yeah, was but revealed recently look hot barely got any it. attention you, at so. all, which was the president had to confess in writing, in court, to illegally diverting charitable contributions right <laughs> that were supposed to go, go to veterans. We are absolutely going to confront this president for his wrongdoing, but we are also each running to be the president who will lead this country after the Trump presidency comes to an end, one way or the other. I'm running to be the president for that day the sun comes up and the Trump presidency is behind us, which will be a tender moment in the life of this country. And we are going to have to unify a nation that will be as divided as ever, and while doing it, all this like lip smacking. I can, do you think he took another load from Chaston last night and he's just trying to hold in the cum farts? For the Trump presidency as a whole, a climate approaching the point right of now. no return. I'm the sweating we've bullets over here. On Kids learning active shooter drills before they learn to read. And an economy where even when the Dow Jones is I, I think that everybody good, who's doing this, like Bernie and now him, is just like, yeah, this impeachment like thing's is not going as well as what you all got. think that it is. And those are the crises that will so be move on. The next president next. And will be at the heart of our campaign. Mr. Mayor, thank you. Andrew. Vice President Biden, you've suggested in your campaign that if you defeat President oh Trump, Republicans will start working with Democrats again. But right now, Republicans in Congress, including some of whom you've they worked with Obama. for decades, are demanding Kevin. investigations not only of you, but also of your son. Hi, Kevin. How would you get those same oh. Republicans to work with you? Yeah. Well, look, the next president of the United States is going to have to do, th do two things. Oh, God. Not defeat it's Donald Trump. Back. That's number one. And number two, Quick, Joe, speak in Spanish. Quickly. Be, be able to go into states like oh, Georgia no. and North Carolina and other places and get a Senate majority. That's what I'll do. Uh, you have to ask yourself up here, who is Very. most likely to be able to win the nomination in the first place, uh, to win the presidency in the first oh place? Oh, my and God. And secondly, who is most likely to increase the number of Dude, people he's... who are Democrats in the House and in the Senate? And uh, by the way, I learned something about these impeachment trials. I learned, number one, that Donald Trump doesn't want me to be the nominee. That's pretty clear. He held up <laughs> aid to make sure that while at the same time innocent people in the Donbass are getting killed by Russian soldiers. Secondly, I found out that Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. So uh, I, uh, I've learned a lot about these things early on.
Who from is these that? hearings that we have. I think it's held. Klobuchar. But, but was the bottom that line is, I think we have to ask ourselves the honest question. Who is most likely to do what needs to be done? Produce a Democratic majority in the United States Senate, oh, maintain the House, and beat Trump. Senator Harris, your thoughts about that? Oh. Well, first of all... Oh, yeah, God, it's top-tier candidate. Top-tier candidate, Kamala Harris. And there Everybody is listen. no question oh, no. that in 2020, the biggest issue before <laughs> us until we get to that tender moment is justice is on the ballot. <laughs> and what we saw today justice. is Ambassador Sondland, by his own words, oh, told us that everyone was in the loop. That means it is a criminal enterprise engaged in by the president, from what we heard today, the so, vice president... The Secretary of State and so the, the whole Hunter Biden thing was being investigated, and, so this and then there was a lawyer, the I think his name, um, and, or and a prosecutor in Ukraine that was investigating Hunter Biden's connections, and then Hunter issue. Biden made Obama threaten military aid earlier, in order to have the prosecutor which is what fired. Does mean for the so people. What it this is just all like this impeachment thing so is just all a fucking show. There are clearly two different set of rules for two different groups of people in America. The powerful people who, with their arrogance, think they can get away with this, <laughs> and then everybody else. Hot meat because kettle. here's the thing. For <laughs> those working people who are working two and three jobs, if they don't pay that credit card by the end of the month, they get a penalty. For the people who don't pay their rent, they get evicted. For the people who shoplift, they go to jail. Yep. We need the yep. same set of rules for everybody. I don't think you would know best. Yeah. <laughs> Cop Mala probably shouldn't be talking about throwing people America in jail. For all people, and not just for some. Thank you, Senator. Senator Warren, you have cast yourself as a fighter. If you were elected, though, you would be walking into an existing fight, a country that is already very divided over the Trump presidency, among other things. Do you see that divide as permanent, or do you need to bring the country together if you become president to achieve your goals? I think the way we achieve our goals and bring our country together is we talk about the things that unite us. And that is that we want to build an America that works for the people, not one that just works for rich folks. You know, I have proposed a two-cent wealth tax. That is a tax for everybody who has more than $50 billion in assets. Your first $50 billion so is free and I'm clear. just taking all of Bernie's things and making them mine now. You've got to pitch in two cents. And when you hit a billion dollars, you've got to pitch in a few pennies more. Here's the thing. Doing a wealth tax is not about punishing anyone. It's about saying you built something great in this country, good for you. But you did it using workers. All of us help pay to educate. You did it using your getting your goods to on roads and bridges. All of us help pay for it. You did it protected by police and firefighters. All of us help pay the salaries for. So when you make it big, when you make it really big, when you make a top one tenth of one percent big, pitch in two cents so everybody else gets a chance to make it. And here's the thing, that's something that Democrats care about, independents care about, and Republicans yeah, Savannah, care about. Because regardless of party affiliation, people understand across this country, our government is working better and better for the billionaires, for the rich, for the well-connected, and worse and worse oh, for everyone wow. else. We See that come smolder? Together. It was a little bit of a smolder, I have to admit. Thank you, real change. Thank you. Senator Booker, do you agree with that strategy? Well, first of all, I think we all agree that we need to bring in a lot more revenue in this country. We actually have a real problem with the tax rates, tax loopholes, tax cheats. And I don't agree with the Warren puts it. I'm waiting uh, for but it. But I agree that we need to raise the estate tax. We need to 
oh. tax capital gains is ordinary. That's not income. a popular stance. You need to revenue. deposito cum parts in El Baño. We as Democrats need to fight for a just taxation system. But as I travel around the country, we Democrats also have to talk about how to grow wealth as well. When I stood in church recently and asked folks in a black church, how many people here want to be entrepreneurs? <laughs> to clarify, which church? church a, black a black church. If if no we as a country church. don't start, if we have a party, don't start talking not just about how to tax wealth, but how to give more people opportunities so to create wealth, to grow businesses, to have their American dream. Because, yeah, we need to raise the minimum wage to a living wage, $15 an hour. But the people and communities I frequent, their aspiration for their lives is not just to it have those fair cost wages. Of living they want to have an economy in, that obviously. provides not just equalities in wealth, but they want to have equalities oh. of opportunity. And that's what our party <laughs> has to be about as well. I Why not like a scaling minimum wage? Sure. Wouldn't that make more sense? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Two cent wealth tax. Two cents on the top one tenth of one percent in this country, and we can provide universal child care for every baby in this country, age zero to five. That is transformative. We can provide universal pre K for every three year old and four year old in America. We can stop exploiting the women, largely black and brown women, who do this work, and we can raise the wages of every child care worker and preschool teacher in America. We can put 800 teachers are predominantly black and brown. No, she was connecting to the child care element of it schools. like oh, we can child make college but again a lot of them are not legal citizens especially here in california so again it's who they're it's like the, the funny thing like all these things are good things but all of them want like they, they want open border and you can't senator booker responds sure you know again i agree with the need to do all of those this debate is sponsored by the universal preschool and i'll fight for that we're all united in wanting to fund HBCUs. Heck, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for two parents that went to HBCUs. But the tax the way we're putting He grew up in the wealthiest right zip code wealth in New Jersey. The HBCU stands for Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit from Whataburger. Yeah, we, we know it's a manga too. It's probably how we get Democrats, like some people watching our shit wondering what the fuck. Why are these two fruitcakes talking to each other? But how we grow wealth in this country amongst those disadvantaged communities that are not seeing it. Look at VC dollars in this country. 75% of them go to three metropolitan areas. There is worth in the inner city. There is value in our rural areas. If I am president of the United States, we're going to have a fair, just taxation where millionaires and billionaires pay their fair share. But dear God, we're going to have pathways to prosperity. Tulsi's planning Americans. something. I can we're going to see a change oh, yeah. in what we see right now. Taking Small notes. businesses, new, new startups are going down in this country. Thank you, Senator. We need to Senator Warren. New so, entrepreneurs Senator access Warren, briefly, to wealth. Just so, your last thoughts on I this. Just the idea behind what is fair She's today, uh -huh. the 99% in America are on track to pay about 7.2% of their total wealth uh, in taxes. I'm not disagreeing the with that. The top one-tenth of one percent that I want to say pay two cents more, they'll pay 3.2% in America. I'm tired of freeloading billionaires. I think it's time that we ask It's so funny, too, because like, they don't really ever consider the reality that, like, so that if you start to tax people that have this much money, they're just going to start to put it overseas or just, like, leave. It's just... paying zero taxes. We're not disagreeing with that. Thank you very much, But that's based on the tax code that you all constructed. quote, I will never allow us to get so wrapped up in the fighting that we start to think fighting is the point. 
The Republican Party never stopped fighting President Obama in his eight years in office. So what would you do that President Obama didn't do to change that? Well, as President Obama commented recently, we are now uh. in a different reality than we were even 12 years ago. And to me, the extraordinary potential of the moment we're in right now is that there is an American majority that stands ready to tackle big issues that didn't exist in the same way even a few years ago. Even on issues where Democrats have been on defense, like immigration and guns, we have a majority to do the right thing. If we can galvanize, not on the polarize two, the two that things in which I'm not for very example, liberal. on health care, <laughs> the reason I insist on Medicare for all who want it as the strategy to deliver on that goal we share of universal health care is that that is something that, as a governing strategy, we can unify the American people around, creating a version of Medicare making it available to anybody who wants it, but without the divisive steps of ordering people onto it, Welcome. whether they I want like you. to or yeah. not. And I believe that commanding people to accept that option, whether we wait three years, as Senator Warren has proposed, or whether you do it right out of the gate, is not the right approach to unify the American people around a very, very big transformation that we now have an Boy, opportunity to Boy, they moved off of impeachment deliver. fast. Thank I think they all know Mayor. it's a fucking just shit show. Let's talk about Medicare for All. Senator Warren, you are running on Medicare Boy. for All. Oh my God. Democrats have been winning elections. You just, you just see Bernie slap his hand down. Like, they're seriously not going to ask me about this? Protecting Obamacare. Democrats are divided on this issue. What do you say to voters who are worried that your position on Medicare for All could cost you critical votes sponsored by in White the general Club. elections? That's just like rules. I, I see tens I know, it's pretty of good. millions of Americans who are struggling to pay their medical bills. 37 million people who decided not to have a prescription filled because they just can't afford it. People who didn't take can't the test. You, want. The you can go watch it on uh, Washington Post or CNN if you yeah. want. So here is my plan. Let's bring <laughs> as many people in and it's get free. as much help It's so funny when we get those people, people in here because it's kind of like, fast as we can. it's like, you know on where it is. Go watch it yourself. President, I will do. It's free. The link is right there. The yeah, literally. There you go. Insulin and EpiPens. That's going to save tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars for people. I'm going to defend the Affordable Care Act from the sabotage of the Trump administration. And in the first 100 days, I'm going to bring in 135 <laughs> million people into Medicare for All at Ain't no, no cost to them. The everybody under the age of 18, everybody who has a family of four income. Oh, she's getting so much time. I know. I'm, I'm going to lower the age of Medicare. I want them to, to talk about giving it to illegal immigrants again. It's going to be hilarious. To include uh, vision and dental. And, it and long term care. And then in the ditch. third year, when people have had a chance to feel it and taste it and live with it, we're going to vote and we're going to want <laughs> Medicare for all. Senator, thank you, Senator. Senator Sanders, let me bring you into this conversation. Thank you. I want to ask you the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This way, Senator Sanders, you describe your campaign, including your plans for Medicare for All, as a political revolution. Yes. President Obama explicitly said the country yeah, mommy is does quote, need to do some talking. less revolutionary than it is interested in improvement. The average American doesn't think we have to completely tear down the system and remake it, end quote. Is President Obama wrong? No, he's right. We don't have to tear, tear down the system, but we do have to do what the American people want. And the American people understand today that the current health care system is not only cruel, it is dysfunctional. Now you tell me how we have a system in which we spend twice as much as do the people of any other country, and yet we got 87 million uninsured, underinsured, 
In some cases, we pay 10 times more for prescription drugs as do the people of Canada or other countries. 500,000 people go bankrupt because of medically related issues. They come down with cancer, and that's a reason to go bankrupt. Now, some of the people up here think that we should not take on the insurance industry. We should not take on the pharmaceutical industry. But you know what? If you think back to FDR, and if you think back to JFK, and Harry Truman, and Barack Obama, as a matter of fact, people have been talking about health care for all. Well, you know what? I think now is the time. And in the first week of my administration, we will introduce Medicare for all. Medicare for all, that means no deductibles, no co-payments, no out-of-pocket expenses. Senator That's where Sanders we got to go. Thank you, Senator Sanders. Vice President Biden. Uh. We can oh, well, do just let him this mush without his way through uh, this. charging people, raising $30, $40 trillion. The fact is... That They're already you know, acting shady. Yeah. It's like Democrats they haven't even introduced Medicare Yang or, or Tulsi. I know. She hasn't been raising her hand, though. She's waiting for something. Right now with Democrats. Her plan's actually pretty similar to Pete Buttigieg's. Nancy Pelosi it's, uh, is one of those people. Which I think... I mean, it's let's, be, let's be real. Like, I, I like Medicare for All. I think Bernie's got a good idea. The insurance company's a $600 billion company. They're not just going to go, oh, well, Bernie won, so we're out of close the Yeah. This is, this is not going to happen. But, but like, I, I think you can have both right things. But I think that what Obamacare is now, which is the individual man mandate, with like having the individual mandate without a public option is fucking fascism. Like it, they can buy into a Medicare-like proposal in my plan. Drug prices go down, premiums go down across the board. But here's the deal. They get to choose. I trust the American people to make a judgment what they believe is in their interest and not demand of them what the insurance companies. They want no no competition. And my friends say you have to only You guys, you're a president. The person you were vice president for, you had both the Senate and the House, and you didn't pass the fucking public option. This is your fault, you old fuck. Yes, Tulsi, Tulsi, Tulsi. That has sickened the Democratic Party. Oh, yes. Give her a chance. you see in the Democratic Party? Oh, she's so hot. That our Democratic Party, unfortunately, is not the party that is of, by, and for the people. It's a par it is a party that has been and continues to be influenced by the foreign policy establishment in Washington, represented by Hillary Clinton and others' foreign policy, by the military-industrial <laughs> complex and other greedy corporate interests. Oh, my God. I'm running for president to be the Democratic nominee that rebuilds our Democratic Party, takes it out of their hands, and truly puts it in the hands of the people of this country, a party that actually hears the voices of Americans who are struggling all across this country, and puts it in the hands of veterans and fellow Americans who are calling for an end to this ongoing Bush-Clinton-Trump foreign policy oh! doctrine of regime change wars, overthrowing yes! dictators in other countries, needlessly sending my brothers and sisters in uniform into harm's way to fight in wars that actually undermine our national security and have cost oh. us thousands of American lives. These are wars that have cost us as American taxpayers trillions of dollars since 9-11 alone. Dollars yes! that have come out of our pockets, out of our hospitals, out of our schools, out of our infrastructure needs. As president, I will end this foreign policy, end these regime change wars, work to end this new Cold War and arms race, and instead invest our hard-earned taxpayer dollars actually into serving the needs thank, of the American people thank you, right here at home. Senator, yes! yes! That was response? so good. All the stops, oh, dude. Sure. 
Oh, fuck. Um, I, I think she has that, nothing to um, say. It, it's unfortunate that we have someone on the stage who is oh. attempting to be the Democratic nominee for President of the United States, who during the Obama administration spent four years full-time on Fox News criticizing President Obama. Oh, shut up. That's who has spent full-time criticizing people on this stage as affiliated with the Democratic Party. Oh. When Donald Trump was elected, not oh, even you. sworn in, buddied up to Steve Bannon to get a meeting with Donald Trump in the Trump Tower, fails to call a war criminal by what he is as a war criminal, and uh. then spends full time during the course of this campaign, uh, again, criticizing the Democratic Party. She's polling Party. above you. What we yeah. need on the stage on, in the November is someone who has the ability <laughs> to win. And by that, we need someone on that stage who has the ability to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Donald Trump and someone who has the ability yeah, to Yeah, go put Willie Brown's cock back Obama in your mouth, you dumb bitch. And bring the party and the nation together. I believe I am that candidate. Thank you, Senator. Um, Congress, yes. no. Congressman Gabbard? Yes. yes. What, what Senator Harris is doing is unfortunately continuing to traffic in lies and yeah. innuendos because she That's all she has. challenge the substance of the argument that I'm making, the leadership <gasps> and the change ah! that I'm seeking to bring in our foreign policy, which only makes me guess that she will, as president, continue this yes! continue the Bush-Clinton-Trump foreign yep. policy of regime change wars, yep. which is, is deeply destructive. This is personal to me because I served in Iraq. I left yep. my seat in the state legislature in Hawaii, volunteered to deploy to Iraq, where I served in a medical unit where every single day I saw the terribly high human cost of war. I take very seriously the responsibility that the president has to serve as commander in chief, to lead our armed forces, and to make sure always, no, I'm not going to put party interests first. I will put the Thank interests you. of the American Thank you, people. Congresswoman. I want to yes. briefly give Senator yes. Harris a final second to respond. Oh, fuck. I believe that uh, what our nation needs right now is a nominee who can speak to all people. What? I you just my entire career. You just shit on Tulsi for doing that. Speaking five words, Kamala Harris for the people, and it was about all the people, oh. regardless of their race, regardless of their gender, regardless of where they live geographically. So she's going to go to identity politics now because it's all she has. To vote or yeah. The language their grandmother speaks. We need someone on this debate stage in November who has the ability to unify the country and to win the election. Thank and I believe again, I am off. that candidate. Thank oh, you, you're so fucked. Mr. Steyer. Basically, you what Tulsi said is like, you have no substance in this argument. Yeah. Into the political All you can rely on is smears. Says. That was, that was the fact, only moment that she actually had. Heels up, Harris. Willie Brown, baby. In support of your political goals. I have no respect for her, so it's just kind of like, I don't know. She's Oh, it's the mortician's uh, victim what here done over the last <laughs> got dressed up for this debate with put together dead man makeup of ordinary american citizens i bought my way onto the stage on because i am worth billions power. of dollars we have a broken i have exploited lots of people it's been purchased <laughs> and that's how i made so much money over and then the i bought a bunch of facebook ads and that's how i've been able to make it onto the stage otherwise no one would give and i have any idea who the fuck i actually am we have taken on no one cares what I'm saying right now. Literally, no one We've cares. We've taken on and beaten the drug companies. 
I've also I'm still like amped up from that. Oh, yeah. How embarrassing! Because she was Harris. because the last one she last was in, she really kind of like didn't. She didn't. She didn't feel seem prepared. She seemed tired. And in this one, she's like this one. She's on it, dude. With seven national Kamala's got that my alcoholic aunt type of cringe. Just so true. And ten million in 2018. Your alcoholic aunt is like also a narc. Push power down to the American people dude, to take just, power no one, away from the you just die on stage. Our government. And I'm talking yeah, why now is he about there? structural reform in Washington D.C. Term limits. If you want bold change in the United States, you're going to have to have new and different people in charge. I'm the only person I, on this stage okay, I agree with that. I agree limits. with term limits Vice in Congress. And of course. Senator or the Senate. Senate and, um, Even the House. Will we have talk like about term limits and structural change. I would let the American people pass laws themselves through direct democracy. Thank it's time to push the power thank back you, to the Mr. people Steyer. and thank away you, Mr. from D.C. Mr. Steyer, thank you. Senator Klobuchar, a brief response. Well, I just, I'm someone like Chris Moss. It doesn't come from money, and I appreciate the work of Mr. Steyer. Uh, but right now, we have a system that's not fair, and it's not just fair for money. And so what I would do is start a constitutional amendment and pass it to overturn Citizens United. That's what we should do so that we stop this dark money and outside money from coming into our politics. I have led the way She's so shaky. on uh, voting. Also a hypocrite. I tell you right now, one solution that would make a yeah, huge difference like in this in the state would be allow every kid in the country to register. Yeah, to that, that's a big one. Supreme Court 18. judges need if to have fucking term limits. Like I mean, that's, so, that's the biggest one. So unbalanced. And we stopped the voting purges, and we did something significant <laughs> um, about making sure we don't have money in politics Lisa, from the outside. So Stacey funny. Abrams would be governor of this state right now. Thank and you, that's Senator. That's what should have happened. So, Okay. Stacey Abrams. Oh, I am whatever. someone that doesn't they come live for money. Past, I see my dude. husband out there. My first Senate race, I literally called everyone I knew and I set what is still an all-time Senate record. Thank I raised seventeen thousand dollars from ex-boyfriends. <laughs> and I'd like to point out, it is not an. That's kind of funny. Race. I like that. I like that. With my head, I feel like. Thank you, Senator Klobuchar. Mr. Yang, I want to bring you in, Mr. Yang. I wouldn't call it raising money, though. She definitely raised her legs. Mr. Yang, you've made a virtue of your outsider status. You've never served in the military or in government what has prepared you to respond to a terrorist attack or a major disaster that's a good question well first i just want to stick up for tom we have a broken oh, campaign finance system but tom has been spending his own money fighting climate change you can't knock someone for having money and spending it in the right way in my opinion he keeps did that with no problem <laughs> ew oh, i didn't i don't like that as commander-in-chief i think we need to be focused on the real threats of the 21st century and ew, what are those ew. threats Climate change, artificial intelligence, loose nuclear material, military drones, and non-state actors. And if you look up, we're in the process of potentially losing the AI arms race to China right now because they have more access we to the yeah, than we do, over, and man. their government is putting billions of dollars to work subsidizing the development of AI in a way that we are not. We are 24 years behind on technology. And I can say that with authority because we got rid of the Office of Technology Assessment in 1995. Think about that timing. I guess they thought they'd invented everything. The next Commander-in-Chief <laughs> has to be focused uh. on the true threats of tomorrow. And that's what I'll bring to the table as Commander-in-Chief. Thank you, Mr. Yang. Andrea? Mayor Buttigieg, let's talk about your record as mm. a candidate. You were elected mayor in a democratic city, Andrew's like, receiving just under 11,000 votes. I like Tulsi's votes. little like masculine, dark, dark-sided energy a little bit. Statewide race, a bit tough with Andrew. He's a little too nice. Points. Why should Democrats take the risk of betting on you? 
because I have the right experience to take on Donald Trump. I get that it's not traditional establishment Washington experience, but I would argue we need something very different right now. In something order to defeat, very defeat this president, very we need somebody who can go toe-to-toe, -to -toe, who actually comes from the kinds of communities that he's been appealing to. I don't talk a big game about uh, helping the working class while helicoptering between golf courses with my name on them. I don't even golf. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I never thought I'd be on a Forbes magazine you know you list, don't, but uh, they did one of all the candidates by wealth. And We're I'm boyfriends, by the way. If that was unclear, so we can make gay jokes. I also wore the uniform of this country and know what is at stake in the decisions that are you made. You're an analyst in the that never left the base. <laughs> and I know how to bring people together to get things done. I know that from the perspective of Washington, what goes on in my city might look small, but frankly, where we live, the infighting on Capitol Hill is what looks small. The usual way of doing business in Washington is what looks small. And I believe we need to send somebody in who has a different kind of experience. The experience on the ground, solving problems, working side by side with neighbors on some of the toughest issues that come up in government recognizing what is required of executive leadership and bringing that to Washington so that Washington can are so start ponderous. looking a little like, more yeah. like our best-run communities in the heartland very before the other way you, around Mayor. starts to happen. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you. Senator Klobuchar, you said Ugh. this of Mayor Buttigieg, Again. quote, of the women on the stage, do I think that we would be standing on that stage if we had the experience he had? No, I don't. Maybe we're held to a different standard. Uh. Senator, what did you mean by that? Marianne was First on the all, stage. Uh, right. I've made very clear I think that Pete is qualified to be up on this stage, and I am honored to be standing next to him. But what I said was true. <laughs> Women are held to a higher standard. Otherwise, we could play a game called Name Your Favorite Woman President, which we can't <laughs> oh, do stop because it, it is all Just men stop men. it. The last election was Hillary's to lose. She lost to a cartoon character. Any woman that's at home knows exactly what I mean. We have to work harder. And it's because you talk like this. This is why you lose, not because you're a woman. For so long, why has this been happening? I don't think you have to be the tallest person on this stage to be president. I don't think you have to be the skinniest person. I don't think you have the loudest voice. Tulsi's like, I'm so hot. I don't even know what you're talking about. But you do have to be the hottest person to be on that stage. Which is Tulsi. If you're competent and if you get things done. I am the one that has passed over 100 bills as the lead Democrat in that gridlock of Washington in Congress on this stage. I think you've got to win. And I am the one, Mr. Vice President, uh, that has been able to what? win every Stop. red and purple yeah. congressional district as the lead on a ticket every time. I That's govern true. both with my head and my heart. <clears throat> and if you think a woman can't beat Donald yeah. Trump, Stop Nancy Pelosi this. does it every single day. I think a woman's qualified to be president. There's no reason why. If you think the woman's most qualified person now, you should vote for them. The reason why I think I should be president and be the nominee is, number one, I have brought people together my entire career. In the United States Senate, I've passed more major legislation than everybody on this stage oh, combined. I'll finish it. From the Violence Against Women Act to making sure we have uh, the, the Chemical Weapons Treaty to de dealing with Milosevic. Ain't no law with white things that yeah, I've been like in my whole career. I've done it. I've brought people together. I'm always told by everybody on here, things have changed. You can't do that anymore. If we can't, I thought the question was initially asked of the senator, how do you unify this country? We have to unify this country. I miss Marianne, I too. Me, too. I have done it. 
I have done it repeatedly. And lastly, to be commander yeah, in chief Pelosi fucking sucks. for on-the-job training. I've spent more time in the situation room, more not time Bernie, abroad, Tulsi, and Yang are not part of this establishment that sucks. They know me and they know and we're Democrats, right? Or we were. I don't know what it's like. We're home political. We're homeless. Is really what we are. Keep our word. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. Ashley. Senator Booker, one of the defining characteristics of the Trump presidency Dude, look is at, that look the at, American people uh, hear from him directly. Harris just knows she just lost the whole thing. She just lost Twitter and just about everywhere else. Setting aside your views of his tone, is that unfiltered communication something you, as president, would continue? Is this one of the norms yeah. broken by Trump? you keep Trump tweeting? It is, it is one of Trump's greatest strengths. So look, who, this president has broken norms, as you've said. He used his platforms to demean, degrade, and divide this country in ways that are repugnant and appalling. But the next president, whoever they are, is going to have to be someone who can heal and bring this nation together, this whole nation. So absolutely in that office, I will do whatever it takes to make sure we bring this country together. But it's not for a kumbaya moment. We are a nation. Mm -hmm that achieves great things when we stand together and work together and fight together. So you know he's fucking uh, Ava Mendez. When I was mayor of the largest city in my state, and this is where I agree why? with Why? Mayor I mean, I don't know. I give him credit for it, but yeah, they're dating. I mean, why is she fucking him? That's a good question, yeah. This stage. <laughs> she likes men with very pronounced, and what very awake eyes. That you have to be an executive that can heal. <laughs> In my city, two we things have racial divides. We have <laughs> geographic divides that go from wealth to people that are struggling. The success of my city was because we brought us all together and did things that other people it, said. Yeah, why are they asking questions about done. Trump? We already know why what he is. The debate States, is such a shit pony show. It's so true because literally that's all changed. everybody talks about my is Trump constantly. Is to see a nation right now he tweets a spelling so error and tattletale Brian Stelter has a whole fucking segment about it. Purpose, and I will do whatever it takes bringing creativity to that office like has never been seen before. Yeah. Thank you, Senator. New era politics. I'm like a mix of independent green, libertarian, leftist, green anarchism. I like green anarchism. With, I'm with you. Trump's rallies today. Now, some opponents of the president are turning the same slogan against him. Isn't it fucking weird that being an anti-war candidate is not a left-wing position anymore? In Washington, and at a Veterans Day event Speaking of in New fucking York, shills. And Senator Sanders at at least two of your campaign events recently. Senator, should Democrats discourage this, or are you okay with it? <laughs> well, I think the... People weird. of this country are catching on to the degree that this president thinks he is above the law. And what the American people are saying, nobody is above the law. And I think what the American people are also saying is, in fact, that if this president did break the law, he should be prosecuted like any other individual who breaks the law. But I think being registered, day, I'll let him finish, sorry. What we need to do is to bring our people together, not just in opposition to Trump. The initial question, I think, that you wrote, that somebody raised here, was that we are a divided nation. You know what? I kind of reject that. I think when you talk about the pain of working families in this country, majority Rosario of the American Dawson, people I'm want sorry. to raise the minimum wage <laughs> to a living wage. When you talk about the climate crisis... The overwhelming majority of the American people Eva know Mendes. we are real. They know we have to take on 
I believed you. Industry. But you can see we have to transform our energy right. system away from fossil fuel to energy efficiency and sustainable energy. Even on issues like guns, oh the God. American people are coming together to end the horrific level of gun violence. So I believe, yeah, Fake news. we have to deal with Trump, but we also have to have an agenda that brings our people together so that the wealth and income doesn't just go to the people on top, but to all of us. Vice President Biden, let me ask you to pick up on the issue that Senator Sanders just raised about no one being above the law. When President Ford pardoned President Nixon, he said it was to heal the country. Would you support a potential criminal investigation into President Trump after he leaves office, even uh, if you thought it might further dude, inflame he, the Dude, she's the most Trump range person that's on TV. I would not direct my yeah. Justice Department like this president does. I'd let them make their independent judgment. I would not dictate who should be prosecuted or who should be exonerated. That's not the role of the president of the United States. It's the attorney general of the United States, not the president's attorney, private attorney. And so I would whatever what was determined He's about by the uh, attorney general, uh, uh, uh. I supported, that I appointed. Let them make an independent judgment. If that was the judgment that he violated the law and he should be, in fact, criminally prosecuted, then so be it. But I would not direct it. And I don't think it's a good idea that we mock, that, that, we, that we model ourselves after yeah. Trump and say, lock him up. Look, we have to bring this country together. Let's start talking civilly to people. Yeah, because he knows that you know, this Ukraine thing is he's equally as implicated. Should, Again, anyway. he keeps saying it. It's like <laughs> gay bathhouses, uh, blowjobs all the time. Uh, come on, man. The soul come on. Of this country. And that's not who we are. That's not who we've been. That's not who we should be. Follow the law. Let the Justice Welcome Department the make the theater judgment of U.S. politics. If impeachment shit show wasn't enough, neocons, you could equal neolibs, all globalists. Yep. They are the that, same. The difference yeah, they are of, the your same. of opinion there with Vice President Biden. Well, no, I think uh, Joe is right. Uh, I think that it is the function of the Attorney General. But what I am of the opinion is that the American people now do believe, and the more they see these uh, impeachment hearings on television, they do believe that we have a president who thinks he's above the law. We have a president who is engaged in corruption. Okay, we trigger have a president fingers. who has obstructed justice. <laughs> and in my view, you better watch what has violated the emoluments what comments you're making. I think the emoluments clause right. is actually the thing that is impeachment worthy. Department of Justice. But, but that's not what they're going after for. The American people do believe that this president is in violation of the law. Can, so, I, can I respond very quickly? Uh, briefly, sir. Briefly, Distinction. Sir. Should he be impeached? And should he be thrown out of office? That's one question. He's very close to impeach. He's indicted himself. The Senate won't Number impeach two, him. After he's thrown out of office or after he's no, defeated, should he be then prosecuted? Should he be prosecuted for a criminal offense while he was president? That's oh, a judgment God. to be made by an attorney general. Mr. Vice President, thank you. Ashley. We now focus on an issue facing many Americans, childcare and paid family leave. Here in Georgia, the average price of infant daycare can be as much as $8,500 per child per year. That's more than in-state tuition at a four-year public college in Georgia. Mr. Yang, what would you do as president to ease that financial uh, burden? He's already talked about it. There are only two countries in the world that don't have <laughs> paid family leave for new moms, the United States of America and Papua New Guinea. That is the entire list, and we need to get off this list as soon as possible. <laughs> I would pass paid family leave as one of the first things we do. I have two kids myself who are four and seven, one of whom is autistic and has special needs, and it's breaking families' backs. That. We need to start supporting our kids and families 
from the beginning. Because by the time they're showing up to pre-K and kindergarten, in many cases, they're already years behind. Studies have shown that two-thirds of our kids' educational outcomes are determined by what's happening to them at home. This is stress levels, number of words read to them as children, type of neighborhood, whether a parent has time to spend with them. So we need to have a freedom dividend in place from day one, $1,000 a month for every American adult, which would put in many cases $2,000 a month into families' pockets so that they can either pay for childcare or if they want, stay home with the child. We should not be pushing everyone to leave the home in, and go to the workforce. Many parents see that trade-off and say, if they leave the home and work, they're going to be spending all the money on childcare anyway. In many yeah. cases, it would be better if the parent stays home with the child. Agreed. Thank you, Mr. Yang. Sticking with this topic, no parent in the yeah, United four, States four day work is week, federally four day work week a single is a big, day of paid big leave one. when they like, have a new baby. Yeah. Any place that's a tested the four day work week, the workers are so much happier. I know, Senator Harris, you're one of the candidates proposing uh, legislation to guarantee up to six months of paid family leave. And Senator Klobuchar, you're one of the candidates proposing up to three months. I want to hear from both of you on this, starting with you, Senator Klobuchar. Why three months? I looked at this economically and I want to make sure that we help people because as just pointed out, uh, we are way behind the curve our country is when it comes to providing paid family leave and childcare. We must do this and we will do this if we have the right person heading up the ticket so we can win big. But what I have done with all of my plans is I have showed how I'm going to pay for them meticulously. I think that is really, really important when we have a president in the White House right now who have told over 10,000 lies. So when you look at my website at amyklobuchar.com, you will see my plans and you're also going to see how I'm going to pay for it. And I think that is so important because this president is literally increasing the debt, treating our farmers and workers like poker chips in they a have bank to stop, or casino like, and really what are you going to do like, stop talking about him single day so yeah. yes they love my him. plan is three but that's months. the thing i think I mean, that's good i'd love to do more as i've said before i'd love to staple free diplomas under people's chairs i just am not going to go for things and this is not i'm not talking about senator harris's plan here but i'm talking about some of the other ideas uh, that have been out here i am not going to go for things just because they sound good on a bumper sticker and then throw in a free car I think that we have an obligation, we have an obligation as a party um, to be, yes, fiscally responsible, yes, think big, but make sure we I have think people's backs. Both and MH and Lisa, you're both right. Um, but I do think that it's like, it's just something we haven't tried before. Free, and I also, support. I like the fact that he gives um, the UBI in lieu of any entitlement programs. You can't have both things. And so, and you can take UBI no matter what your income level is. And so, I mean, I mean, think about it. So it's like the kind of thing of like, if you could take it to pay your property tax, you know, like those kinds of things, it can, everyone will spend more money in the economy. I actually think it's an interesting concept. Concept. And considering um, that automation is going to take over, so it's something that's going to be really important. How I believe we're going to win this election. Well said. Is, Savannah says UBI is inevitable. I, I think it is too. It's going to have to be something. Yeah. We are focused on the if it's not exactly what Yang is talking about, it's going to have to be something similar. Because any any low skilled work or like the gig economy so is fucking going to go away leave, really it is fucking no fast. It's no longer the case in America that people are having children in their 20s. People are having children in their 30s, often in their 40s. Which God, means that sucks. these families <sighs> and parents are often raising young children and taking care of their parents, which requires a lot of work 
from traveling back and forth to a hospital to daycare to all of the activities that are required, much less the health care needs that are required. So far, so and what we are I seeing know. in America today no is the burden principally falls on women to do that work. To go back and to the UBI thing, though, like there, there is, it was crazy to watch the first debate where they all raise their hands for giving free health care to illegal immigrants. It's like you literally cannot have, like, if you want UBI and you want these these programs that I think are good for the American people, the border has to be airtight. There is no, there is no option on that one. Like, I think the immigration system should be streamlined. It should be easier to become a citizen of this country. But the fact that we just allow people to come in and we're going to give them amnesty and free stuff, that, that cannot fucking happen. It just can't. Neither of these things can exist. And women are paid 80 cents on the dollar. Black women, 61 cents. Native American women, 58 cents. Oh, Latinas, 53 stop cents. Stop it. That, so, but, so my she just I know. Wage gap. I'm reading Savannah's comment. You can grow your own garden and compost stuff to upstart self-sustainability. Working women in America and the so right. and therefore so the right. injustice <laughs> that women in America are facing that needs to be resolved and, and addressed. Thank you, Senator. Kristen? Oh, I would take you. I mean, like, it would cover all my bills. Americans are finding yeah. that housing has Thing is, I could afford rent on my own. You could pay for college. Pay for college, exactly. And I could California, pursue like fulfilling work right. instead of working dead-end jobs that pay enough for me to when pay for rent. When you look right. at inequality in the United States of America, you have to start with housing. Where you put your head at night determines so many things about your life. It determines where your kids go to school. It determines the area you breathe, where you shop, how long it takes you to get to work. What we've seen in California is as a result of policy, we have millions to Democrat policies. And that affects everybody in California. It starts with a homeless crisis that goes all through the state. But, but don't talk about building low-income housing. That is well, not no, the no, solution. No, no. Affect every single working person in the state of California. I understand exactly what needs to be done here, which is we need to change policy and we need to apply resources here to make sure that we build literally millions of new units. But the other thing that's going to be true about building these units is we're going to have to build them in a way that's sustainable. That in fact, how we build units, so we're going to be we're going to build green housing for homeless people. Impact on climate and on sustainability. So we are going to have to direct <laughs> dollars. We're going to have to change policy and it's gonna, make it's sure be that the homeless housing the with a green wall garden. We've worked very hard to make sure that there are no new housing units built in their towns. That they have to change that, and we're going to have to force it, and then we're going to have to direct federal dollars to make sure that those units are and to mh's comment like my so attitude is like people it, like live in places it, it would i think it would redistribute like I, i'm not like a socialist by any means but it would redistribute the wealth that's yes. at like at the higher um, end of the tier and plus like this this is why i support tulsi because all of the money that we're spending overseas literally would cut off all of it and then that can be redirected it would be funded a long time affordable housing also, private yeah. developers, they've gone up to the mansions. They're not building the little two-bedroom, one-bath on house that. that I grew up in. Garage converted to be a bedroom for my three brothers. So I've got a plan. The 3.2 million new uh, housing okay. units in America. Those are housing <laughs> units for working families, for the working poor, for the poor poor, well, for seniors who are both age in place, gay men, so yeah. for what does that mean for us? Yeah, we have we two sets of UBI. <laughs> yeah, we're dinks, dual income, no kids. Housing we'll just make more money than most people. In America. The federal government has subsidized the purchase of housing for decades for white people. 
and has said for black people, you're cut out of the deal. Everyone will have that a succulent in their bathroom. <laughs> when I built a housing plan, it's not only a housing plan about building new units, it's a housing plan about addressing what is wrong about government-sponsored discrimination, how we need to address you, it, Senator. and we need to say we're going to reverse Thank it. Thank you, Senator. Senator Booker? Uh, I, I'm so grateful again. As a mayor who was a mayor during a recession, who was a mayor during a housing crisis, who started my career as a tenants' rights lawyer, uh, this are all good points, but we're not talking about something that is going on all over America, which is gentrification and low-income families being moved further and further out, often compounding racial, racial segregation. And so all of these things, we need to put more How do you fix that, Corey? We've got to start empowering people. We use our tax code. How do you fix, how do you, how do you fix areas becoming more desirable and people not being able to simple. afford them? If you're a renter who Fucking pays retard. more than a third of your income in rent, then you will get a refundable tax credit between the amount you're paying and the area meeting rent. That empowers people in the same way we empower <laughs> homeowners. And what that That's does true. is we, we, we can, poverty, I, we can live out. like kings. And by the way, Lisa, do you want to like know my, my true honest thoughts on like on the welfare system the and, and UBI? There is there is a, I would say a good 250 million people in this country that are never, ever going to not be in poverty. It's never going to happen. Like the idea of keeping your family intact um, here, I'm going to give this spiel while trying to get this. Like, the, okay, the idea, the idea that we're going to be able to live in a country... So, I would say the majority of this country are people who do not have an IQ that is sustainable to actually get them over $100,000 a year, which is kind of what you need to have in order to, like, live in the middle class now in this country. And that's not their fault. They were dealt a, a shit shitty hand. hand. And, and also, too, like, how many children are born out of wedlock? Like, how many of them don't have a focus on family education? It's like, most people are never ever ever going to achieve above a certain kind of thing so like ubi to me is to reconcile with the fact that we have so many americans who are never going to climb their way out of poverty like they're but the people who do have those kind of win those genetic lotteries i'm not talking about race or any of that stupid shit i'm talking about people who have the verbal acuity to be able to make money and go to school and do these kinds of things could help people that are never going to dig their way out of it. And yeah. so like, and of course, like I'm somebody who loves Adam Carolla, who talks a lot, a lot about how the welfare system kind of killed his family's motivation, but I don't really believe that his family would have had motivation regardless of whether they would have gotten, regardless of whether they would have gotten welfare. It makes no difference. Like you are somebody who was born with a drive to get out of that, or you are somebody who was comfortable taking that money. Like there are several times in my life where I could have taken it, but I found a fucking way to work. So I wouldn't have to, cause I would have been embarrassed. There were a lot of people, and, and I'm not saying it's a shameful thing to take welfare. I'm just saying that, like, it, it is it is a reality we live in, guys, where, like, there is so many low-skilled workers in this country who are going to be out of a job in at least 30 years, like, if not less than that. And like, I think way less and then, than that. And then you also have to look at how many people are, are living in, uh, particularly we're in Los Angeles, like, people who live here that are sur solely surviving on the gig, gig economy, and that is going the fuck away. And so, like, there are going to be people who don't have any advanced degrees, any degree they do have, like that's in journalism or something fucking useless like that. The only degrees that are worthwhile now are either STEM degrees, like math, science, maybe, and then like in trade schools. But this, like, but as millennials, we were sold the fucking lie yeah. that we were going to be able to somehow achieve something. Like with a journalism degree, oh yeah, you're gonna be able, to, you're gonna definitely make your way to the middle class. Bull fucking shit. Like we, like, never gonna happen. Especially being 29, we were sold the 
biggest fucking pack of lies. Like, yeah, go into go into hundred thousand dollar hundred thousand dollars of debt at your school. Like, do that. That's a great fucking idea. And then you're fucking driving Uber, which is gonna fucking to pay off the debt, which is gonna go away in five fucking years. So, like, I'm not saying that UBI is the only fucking thing that can fix this. I'm just saying that it's a fucking thought. We need to have a thought about what mm-hmm. this reckoning that is going to happen here shortly, and that's my two cents on it. Yes, love those two cents. Give us a dollar, bitch. Um, but anyway, thank you everybody who's been here watching it with yeah. us. We're really hoping our stream doesn't get taken down. Um, just like, just I like, do. just like, really quickly, we should probably say what we stand. The people who are like listening to us, we are Tulsi Gabbard supporters, but we're both politically homeless. I, I'm not speaking for Sean. I'm Jordan. I'm speaking for myself. Like, I'm pro Second Amendment, and I'm also like. Uh, mm-hmm. these are, I'm a liberal person, but I'm the two areas I'm not is I'm pro Second Amendment and I'm not for like I'm for immigration reform, but I am a pretty strong not for open borders. No, exactly. That's that's the most that's which the makes me a fucking conservative to most liberals which these is days. Just insane. Um, but welcome everybody, everybody who's new. I'm seeing a lot of new names. We stream every Wednesday at 7 p.m. We did a little early today just because of the debates, but um, I'm liking the conversations that we're having in the comments now. Yeah, it's a, I think it's, it's a, it's a diverse, diverse nice. group of people. But look, look, like uh, I, I don't, I don't want to like freak anybody out or like I know that that rant thing. You don't have to agree with me. That's kind of the great part about this. Like yeah, I, I, super cool. I understand. Like I mean, so like Adam Carolla is somebody who rallies against welfare so fucking hard, and like, and he has a point. I'm not even saying that he's wrong. It's just it's like I. I see UBI as a different kind of thing that is worth at least, at the very least, just taking a look at. That's all I'm saying. And the thing is, it's so easily attain- uh, like attainable if we just defund some of the unnecessary things that we have. Right. And I think we talked about, are they back? Uh, looks like they're about to be back. I'm just checking okay. real quick. Yeah, they're back. Yeah, yeah, all cool. right. So we'll, I'm going to I'll come back to it. Sorry, buddy. MSNBC Washington Post Democratic candidates debate. Let's get right back into it. American farmers <laughs> are struggling under the effects of President Trump's trade war with China. The Trump administration's payments to farmers to offset those losses already have a price tag that is more than double what was spent on the Obama administration's auto bailout. Mayor Buttigieg, would you continue those farm subsidies? We shouldn't have to pay farmers to take the edge off of a trade war that shouldn't have been started in the first place. I will support farmers, but not long ago, I was in Boone, Iowa. Guy came up to me, he said, I got my Trump bailout check, but I would have rather spent that money on conservation. By the way, this isn't even making farmers whole. If you're in soybeans, for example, you're getting killed. And it's not just what this president's done with the trade war in a lot of parts of the country. The worst thing is Mm -hmm. these so-called small refineries waivers, which are killing those who are involved in ethanol. Look, I don't think this president cares one bit about farmers. He keeps asking them to take one for the team, but more and more I'm talking to people in rural America who see that they're not going to benefit from business as usual under this president. I believe that so many of the solutions lie with American farmers, but we have to stand up for them, not just with direct subsidies and support, but with making sure we do something about the consolidation, the monopoly. I can't really figure out like what what exactly is going on with this farm. I think I've, I've tried to read into it and figure it out. And like, too. like their big and line in the last one was soybeans rotting in the in tr- and I, I still can't. We combat climate change. I still can't take I the temperature on what's really going on there. The carbon negative farm could be as big a symbol of dealing with climate change as 
the electric car in this country. And it's an important part of how we make sure that we get a message out around dealing with climate change that recruits everybody to be part of Mr. the solution, Mr. including conservative communities where a lot of people have been made to feel that admitting climate science would mean acknowledging they're part of the problem. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I need you to answer the question. Would mm. you continue those subsidies or not? Yes, Jeez, but we so won't need them because we're going to fix the trade war. Thank you, sir. The UN recently reported that what was once called climate change is now a climate crisis, with drastic results already being felt. Climate is also an issue important to our audience. We received thousands of questions from our viewers, and many of them were about climate. Callista from Minneapolis writes this. Oh. Leading, <laughs> oh, leading the oh. world in resolving oh. the climate crisis will be a multi-decade <laughs> project, oh, spanning Minnesota. far beyond even a two-term oh, presidency. Oh, right, 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 right. If you Sorry. are elected president, I how would you ensure that there is secure is leadership and bipartisan so. support? That's the only reason why she'd have that. Let's like Callista. Congresswoman Gabbard. Yes. This is an issue that impacts all of us as Americans and people all over the world. This is not a Democrat issue or Republican issue. This is about the environmental threats that each and every one of us face. These are the kinds of conversations that we're having in our town hall meetings and house parties in different parts of the country where we have Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians and Independents coming together saying, hey, we are all concerned about making sure that we have clean water to drink for our families, that we have clean air to breathe, that we're able to raise our kids in a community that's safe. It is the hyper-partisanship in Washington, unfortunately, that has created this gridlock that has stood in the way of the kinds of progress that I would bring about, bring about as president. Transitioning our country off of fossil fuels and ending the nearly $30 billion in subsidies that we as taxpayers are currently <laughs> giving to the fossil fuel industry, hey, instead investing in a green renewable energy economy that leads us into the 21st century with good paying jobs, a sustainable economy, investing in infrastructure and transitioning our agriculture that is a great contributor to the environmental threats we face towards an agriculture system that focuses on local and regional production of food, healthy food that will actually feed the health and well-being of our people, leading as a, as a leader in the world to make the global change necessary to address Thank these you, threats. Thank you, Congresswoman. I want to bring in Mr. Steyer on this. They you need to start talking about nuclear. I don't know why no, none of them talk about nuclear. Career, to this issue of making change, changes that last, making changes that are permanent. Could you address that, sir? Rachel, I'm the only person on this stage who will say that climate is the number one priority. Yeah, it's kind of his big Vice angle. President Biden won't say it. <laughs> Senator Warren won't say it. It's a state of emergency, and I would declare a state <laughs> of emergency on day one. I would use the emergency powers of the presidency. I know that oh, we Biden's have to do teeth. this. I've spent a decade or his, 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 his or oil companies. Yeah stopping pipelines, stopping fossil fuel plants, ensuring clean energy across the country. I know that we have to do this. I also know that we can do this. I would make this the number one priority of my foreign policy as well. We can do this and create literally millions know, of good paying really union jobs across this country. Climate I talk really make bores sure me. Yeah. My climate policy I'm all, I mean, I'm all for the, the conversation. Justice. And members of I just the don't think that like anybody who talks about it talks about reality, which is that and water pollution, which are low income black nuclear. And the fact that Nestle owns oh god, he's a black and brown community. Um, how about Nestle this? owns all of our clean water. We take on the biggest like challenge in history. Bigger issues. We save than the world and we do it together. Hypothetical. That would pull America together. I do. 
Quickly, Vice President Biden, you people are spooked by nuclear energy, and they shouldn't be Gen 4s completely safe. I think it is the existential threat to humanity. It's the number one issue. And I might add, I, I don't really need kind of a... Yeah, China and India. And I don't know if they're number one yet, but they're uh, about while, to eclipse us. I was passing the first uh, climate change bill, and that Flutifax said was a game changer. While I managed the uh, $90 billion uh, recovery plan, investing more money in infrastructure that related to clean energy than any time we've ever done it. Gabe Steinberg uh, is a very sassy was, uh, boy. Um, I know. Uh, producing more coal mines. And I like sassy We're all friends here. Around the world, <laughs> he can be sassy. I don't according care. According to the press. <laughs> Can't hurt my feelings. All of Great Britain produces. <laughs> now, he's, I, 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 I welcome I'm a strong him man. back into the fold here. And he's been there for a long while. But the idea that we talk about where we started and how we are, let's get this straight. I think it is the existential threat of all time. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. You may respond, Mr. Steyer. Look, I came to the conclusion over 10 years ago that climate was the absolute problem of our society and was the unintended consequence of our whole country being based on fossil fuels. Everybody in this room fossil fuels has lived is, in the like there's so much other parts fuels, of it too. And we all have to come to the same conclusion. Look at that, that Bernie hand. Yeah, and Joe Bernie should be the one that is allowed to talk. If we're waiting for Congress <laughs> to pass one of the bills, and I know everybody on this stage cares about this, but Congress has never passed an important climate bill ever. This is a problem which continues to get worse. That's why I'm saying it's a state of emergency. That's why I'm saying it's priority one. If it isn't priority one, it's not gonna get done. And this is something where we absolutely have to address it up front. We have to make it the most important thing and we can use it to rebuild and reimagine what the United States is. We can be the moral leaders of the world <laughs> again while funny. we clean up our air and water. And Inside every gay man is a sassy jobs. black woman, or so I was told by Hollywood in like 2006. You stated you were. That's, I think the truth is that's racist now. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Emergency. I've introduced legislation to just do that. Now, I disagree with the thrust of the original question. <laughs> what about Mackey Mack and the first responders? We don't have decades. That's what Brian But the scientists about. are telling us that we don't get our act What's together about within the next eight or nine and the funky years. Bunch. We're talking about the cities bunch. all over the world, major cities going underwater. We're talking about increased drought, talking about increased extreme weather disturbances. The United Nations is telling us that in the years to come, there are going to be hundreds of millions of climate refugees causing national security issues all over the world. What we have got to do tonight, and I will do as president, is to tell the fossil fuel industry that their short-term profits are not more important than the future of this planet. And by the way, the fossil fuel industry is probably criminally liable because they have lied and lied and lied when they had the evidence that their carbon products were destroying the planet, and maybe we should think about prosecuting them as Thank well. Thank you, Senator Sanders. Andrew. President Trump has dramatically changed America's oh approach to our adversaries Stop by talking holding about summits it. with oh, Kim Jong-un, getting though. out of the Iran nuclear deal, <laughs> oh, good, good, and at good. times embracing Vladimir Putin and other strongmen. So let's talk about what kind of commander-in-chief you would be. 
Senator Harris, North Korea is now threatening to cancel uh, any future summits. What does she Trump know? Does not make concessions on nuclear weapons. There's, you were I don't know why they expect North Korea to give up nuclear weapons. It's literally their only bargaining chip. If you take them away, they are like a peon and they will just be conquered immediately. This is a presidential debate. Donald Trump got punked. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, I want to hear what, he has what little she has to say. foreign policy since day one, born out of a very fragile ego that fails to understand that one of the most important responsibilities of the commander-in-chief is to concern herself with the security of our nation and homeland, and to do it in a way that understands that part of the strength of who we are as a nation, and therefore an extension of our ability to be secure, is not only that we have a vibrant military, but that when we walk in any room around the globe, we are respected because we keep to our word, we are consistent, we speak truth, and we are loyal. What Donald Trump has done, from pulling out of the Paris Agreement, to oh, pulling God. out of the Iran nuclear deal, to consistently turning a back on people who have stood with us in difficult times, including most recently the Kurds, points out that Donald you guys are, Trump is the greatest Like Tulsi Gabbard said, you guys are crying crocodile tears about the Kurds now, and you were not saying a fucking word about it before. Not, not at this point. There are no concessions to be made. They, they're, they're, he has traded a photo op for nothing. He has abandoned oh, come the, on. By, by shutting they have down to give him the operations it's ridiculous. Yeah. for the last year and a half. So those operations which should be, and those exercises which should be active, because they are in our best national security, yes, yes, the relationship so keep, oh, that we have with Japan, sake. he has in every way South Korea agreed also to, to stop the exercises. On slowing down, or at least having a check and balance on North Korea's nuclear program. I need a stiff drink in his Thank you, Senator. After listening Mr. To Mr. Vice President. <laughs> President Trump inherited the North Korea problem from past presidents over decades. What would yep. President Biden do that President Obama didn't do Nothing. in eight years? Well, first of all, I'd go back to making sure we had the alliances we had before he became president. He has absolutely ostracized us from South Korea. He has given North Korea everything they wanted, creating the legitimacy Dude, by South having Korea, a meeting Moon, with Kim Jong-un. Moon, Moon was the one that orchestrated this whole thing. Like, I think that Moon understands that Trump stick. is, like, there is an um, element to the, the, the Kim family that loves American, like, American pop culture. And Trump capitalized on that, and Moon has used him effectively in order to, like, hopefully de-radicalize the situation. In order to be for them to make sure that it is a non, it is a China will never peninsula. They are the never giving up their news. Like why did it? Like, China, which I have done. Are they just people that are stupid that think they'll uh, actually do? Like, why? Uh, why would they do it? Why? And that is, we're going to move up our defenses. We're going to continue to make sure we increase our relationship with South Korea. And if they view that as a threat, it's an easy thing to respond to. They, in fact, can in fact put pressure on North Korea. But the fact is that we're in a position where he has done this across the world. He's embraced thugs. Look what they, Putin is doing in Europe. Putin is in, what? His whole effort is to break up NATO, to increase his power. Look what he's done to it. He's so not this in NATO. This guy has no idea what he's doing. He has no notion how to go about it. And we need a commander in chief when he stands. Everybody knows what he or she thank, is talking. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. What a fucking Two moron. Two U.S. soldiers were killed today Talk in Afghanistan, to tragically. Yeah. In America's longest war. Senator Sanders, oh. you've long oh, said oh, you right. want well, to bring the troops fine. back home from Afghanistan. 
would you cut a deal with the Taliban to end the war, even if it means the collapse of the Afghan government we created that America them, so, has long yeah. supported? Well, let me just say this. Um, one of the big differences between the vice president and myself is he supported the terrible war in Iraq, and I helped lead the opposition against it. And not only that, I voted against the very first Gulf War as well. And I think we need a foreign policy which understands who our enemies are, that we don't have to spend 10 more than more money on the military than the next 10 nations combined. But to answer your question, yeah, I think it is time after spending many trillions of dollars on these endless wars, which have resulted in more dislocation yeah. and mass migrations and pain in that region. It is time to bring our troops home. Neonis point Trump, is so good. I will not do it through a tweet at three o'clock in the morning. I will do it working with the international community. And if it's necessary to negotiate with the Taliban, of course, we will do that. Yes, thank you. Wow. But at the end of the day, because all they want to be is a political party. That is like their biggest terror, angle. Which has caused so much pain and lost so many lives, not only for our own men and women in the armed forces, but for people in that region as well. Thank you, Senator. So Neononi's response here. Gaddafi gave Mr. up all Yang, nuclear programs after we invaded Iraq. Giving up nukes sure worked well for him. No shit. We came, he saw, we saw, he died. We fucking, like, that's what happens. When you agree to give them up, then you have no negotiating tactic. Well, first I'd say, I'm sorry I beat your guy. We're not sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> and second, I would say the days of meddling in American elections are over, and we will take any undermining of our democratic oh, don't say Russia. Don't processes say Russia. as an act of hostility and aggression. Don't say Russia. The American people would back me on this. We know that they've found an underbelly and they've been clawing at it, and it's made it so that we can't even trust our own democracy. The third thing I would say is that we're going to live up to our international commitments. We're going to recommit to our partnerships and alliances, including NATO. And it was James Mattis that said that the more you invest in diplomats and diplomacy, the less you have to spend on ammunition. That has to be the path forward to help build an international consensus, not just against Russia, but also to build a coalition that will help us put pressure on China in terms of their treatment Ch of their China. ethnic minorities China. and what's going China. on in yeah. Hong Kong. <laughs> I want to propose a new world data organization, like a WTO for data, because right now, unfortunately, we're living in a world where data is the new oil and we don't have our arms around it. These are the ways that we'll actually get Russia to the table and make it so they have to join the international community and stop uh, resisting appeals to the world order. Thank you, Mr. Yang. I don't know either, Lisa. I'm sorry. I might have talked over it. On the issue of China, Senator Booker. China is now using force against demonstrators in Hong Kong, where millions have taken to the streets advocating for democratic reforms. Many of the demonstrators are asking the United States for help. If you were president, would the U.S. help their movement, and how? Well, first of all, this is a president who seems to want to go up against China uh, in a trade war by pulling away from our allies and, in fact, attacking them as well. We use a national security waiver to put tariffs on Canada. And so at the very China. time that China is breaking international rules, is practicing unfair practices, stealing technology, forcing yep. technology transfer, and violating human rights, 
This nation is pulling away from critical allies we would need to show strength against China. There's a larger battle going on on the planet Earth right now between totalitarian dictatorial countries and free democracies. And we see this is interesting. They're all actually admitting the China thing so now. Good. Last yeah. time it was China all about Russia. Shifting more towards an authoritarian government with its leader now getting rid of even uh, uh, his t <laughs> getting rid of term limits. Savannah, so you're right. I believe we need a much stronger They profit policy, on my depressive episodes that I tweet about on Twitter. Yes. In a transactional way, but one that's led by American values. So, yes, we will call China out for its human rights violations. But not only that, we will stop engaging in things that violate American rights. Because it is a human rights violation when people at our border, children Blame are thrown in cages. It's a human rights violation without coming hot? to the United yeah, States yeah. Congress for an authorization to the use of military force Continuity. for us to refuel Saudi jets <laughs> to bomb yep. Yemeni Yemen. children. Yep. It Thank is about you. time that Whoa. this country Tulsi is led that by one. someone who will say the values of freedom and democracy are what we are going to lead with and begin to check China, check Putin, and the other folks that are trying to undermine American I values like and democratic Thank values around the globe. Show us Thank your you, guns. Senator Andrew. Mr. Vice President, yeah. the CIA has concluded that the leader of Saudi Arabia directed the murder of U.S.-based journalist uh, Jamal Khashoggi. The State Department also says the Saudi government is responsible for executing nonviolent offenders and for torture. President Trump has not punished senior Saudi leaders. Would you? Yes, and I said it at the time. Okay, they have to ask Tulsi about in this. In fact, murdered and dismembered, and I believe she's the, the one that's trying to get the the, that bill passed about proving that Saudi Arabia was involved we in 9/11. Please let her talk. Please. More weapons to them. We were going to, in fact, make them pay the price and make them, in fact, the pariah. This that debate they are. needs a loud swallow fart to liven things up. <laughs> it's of true. The, in the present uh, government in Saudi Arabia. And I would also, as pointed out, I would end, end the subsidies that we have, end the sale of material to the Saudis, where they're going in and murdering children and they're murdering innocent people. And so they have to be held accountable. And with regard to China, we should China. look. Unless we make it clear that we stand for human rights, we should be going to the United Nations seeking condemnation of China, what they're doing with a million Uyghurs that are there essentially I hate the way he says that. He said that. We should be vocally, <laughs> vocally speaking out about the violation the of the they made to Hong Kong. We have to speak out a hard and R speak on that. loudly about violations of human rights. <laughs> Senator Klobuchar, yes. just to follow up, would you go against the Saudis, even though that would oh my God. potentially Birds are not real. Iran, their adversaries? <laughs> wow, We Savannah. need a new foreign policy <laughs> are you me? in this country, and that means renewing our relationships with our allies, it means rejoining uh, international agreements, uh, and it means reasserting our American values. And so when the president did not stand up the way he should have, to that killing and that dismemberment of a journalist with an American newspaper, that sent a single signal to all dictators across the country. Dude, we are, as Tulsi Gabbard has said, we are Saudi Arabia's okay. bitch. And that's wrong. Yeah, and so I want to add a few things to what my colleagues have said. First of all, the question <laughs> about Russia. 
when we look at international agreements, we must start negotiating back with Russia, which has been a Lisa, he said Uyghur, on the international scene. But he said Uyghur, but yeah. <laughs> the president pre precipitously got out of the nuclear agreement with Russia, and we must start negotiating, even though they were cheating, uh, for the good the of the The Uyghurs are a uh, Muslim ethnic minor uh, minority group in China that are treaty. being held in concentration and when it comes camps to in China. China. We need someone that sees the long term, like I do, just like the Chinese do, because we have a president that the literally Chinese. makes decisions based on his next tweet, and they are in it for the long game. Senator Sanders? I think I Ask may Tulsi. have been the first person up here to make it clear that Saudi Arabia not only murdered Khashoggi, but this is a brutal dictatorship which oh, does everything it can. You're not no. the first one. She, Democracy uh, treats women as third-class citizens. And when we rethink yeah. our American foreign care policy, so much for your feminism what here. we have got yeah. to know is that Saudi Arabia is not a reliable ally. Nope. We have got to no bring way. Iran and Saudi Arabia together in a room under American leadership and say we are sick and tired of us spending huge amounts of money and human resources for your because bullshit. of your conflicts. And by the way, yeah. the same thing goes with Israel and the Palestinians. <laughs> it is no longer good enough for us simply to be pro-Israel. I am pro-Israel, but we must treat the Palestinian people as well with the respect and dignity that they deserve. What is going on in Gaza right now, where youth unemployment is 70 or 80 percent, is unsustainable. <laughs> So we need to be rethinking <laughs> who our allies are around the world, work with the United Nations, and not continue to support brutal dictatorships. Thank you, Senator. Rachel. Senator Warren, only about 1% of Americans serve in the United States military right now. Should that number be higher? This yes, is a Tulsi question be. as well. You know, all three of my brothers served in the military. One was career military. Uh, uh, the other two also served. I think it's with that compassion part of who we are serve in a military Americans. that and serves you. I think the notion you. of shared service is important. Um, it's how we help bring our nation together. It's how people learn to work together from different yeah. regions. People I don't think any of us trust none of us trust Warren. It's also Especially now that she's like buddy buddy with Hillary. Sacrifice. I remember what it was like when I was a little girl. My brother, my oldest brother, yeah, Bernie just who touched on five Israel. and a half years Which, off, not why, in combat in Vietnam. Again, it's like, why do we give them so much aid? Why do we go to war for them in so many different uh, times? Like, between Israel and Saudi Arabia, it's ridiculous how much money we spend letter, on those two places. she was brighter than the day. And if it wasn't, she'd say, well, maybe tomorrow. This is about building for our entire nation. And I believe we should do that. I also believe we should have other service opportunities in this country. So for example, what I want to do is for our federal lands, I want to bring in 10,000 people who want to be able yep. to serve in our federal lands to be able to help rebuild yep, he did. our Bernie. national forests and national parks. Yeah, and then she's, as a way it's to like no one kind of has a way to kind of come back from what he just said. And so. their commitment to fighting back against climate change. We can do this as a nation. Thank you, Senator. In President Trump's first two years in office, the Pentagon budget ballooned. I didn't say he talked about aid. I'm just saying that's what I feel Mayor, about it. I Mayor don't know Buttigieg, why we give it to would him. you cut military spending or would you keep it on the same upward trajectory? Cut it, cut we it, cut it. We need to reprioritize our budget as a whole and our military spending in particular. It's not just how much, although we certainly need to look at the runaway growth yeah, in military spending. Yeah, of course, Savannah. Like, it's also the, the, where, the ri rising right is like now, the best, one of the best shows. Of the like they, 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 resources they would host like a debate. The they never will, but they should host their own. 
if we fall behind in on artificial intelligence, the most expensive ships that the United States is building. Well, yeah, especially the fact that like Rachel Maddow is considered targets. a. Uh, we do not have a 21st century serious security person. strategy. A retarded hedgehog present. would be a After better all, moderator. Don't talk about Sonic like that. Security technologies like a moat full of alligators or a big wall. There is no strategic planning for how civilian, diplomatic, and military security camera. work needs to take place for the future. Can I, can I respond? Mayor Buttigieg, I, thank you. Can I respond on this? Coming up, we will Nicotine have junkie. much more from the candidates. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. Just a moment. Stay okay, down uh, break. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, fucking silence that well, We shit. haven't been uh, cut off yet, which is pretty brilliant. I know, I'm still, still here. Um, um, well, let's talk about how they're just fucking ignoring Tulsi. Because they're scared of her. <laughs> well, especially like on the like, I I, I was I would have assumed the foreign policy questions would have gone to her, which is just this is obviously like really disappointing. I think she kind of got her moment in. I mm-hmm. I did enjoy her getting to kick uh, Kamala's content. That felt really nice. <laughs> and she's done that once before, at least at least once. She I mean um, honestly like Kamala was polling at like fourteen percent until that moment. And now she's below Gabbard in terms of polling numbers. Yeah, which is just it's really fucking awesome to see that turn of events. Yeah, Gabe, we've seen the new Sonic. He looks a lot better. Uh, but but still, why the fuck are they making this movie? Why does this movie exist? <laughs> I know this is completely... Uh, Whatever. I'm uh, excited for it, and we're going to see it in theaters, Jordan. You, I, you will join me. I will drag you to a. You'll AMC. buy my ticket. That's what you will do. <laughs> um, uh, they're screwing Tulsi over. I mean, yes and no. I mean, she's not really... She sort of, I think, wanted to get a few moments in. Um, this is the most, like... I, I think she's going to get one last moment in. That's my, my prediction, and it's going to be the one that again will make her the most googled candidate on the stage because that's what happens every single time these these things happen. Even the last one that she was in, where she kind of sucks shit a little bit. Like I love her; she she's was my gal, still... but she was pretty weak. This one, she's actually had a few good moments. Dude, we uh, uh, if you guys are new, we we saw her last week, last week on Monday on Veterans Day. We met her, which was really fucking cool. Uh, Gabe says he likes your lavender pants. They look lavender. I wish they were lavender. They're, They're actually gray. gray. Uh, but thank you for thinking that I would wear lavender pants because I absolutely would. Um, MH says Trump ain't that bad anymore. And like we're we're not like we. I didn't vote for him. Um, but it's it's a kind of thing of like he's not somebody that deranges me or like when he does good things I think it's fine. Like I am right. very. I am very in, in in, and I think that them even bringing up the North Korea thing as a negative is the most fucking ridiculous thing ever. Like, even if that was just a photo op, the fact that he crossed the DMZ was a historical moment that we will look back on in 50 years and was, be like, holy shit. Wasn't so, that the first time in 80 years that that's, just, that's ever happened? It's, yes. Yeah, I, I actually it's don't think that... fucking crazy. And, and Neon Oni can probably correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that anybody uh, has crossed the DMZ since the their, that family, since... Uh, Kim Il Sung, which is the grandfather of Kim Jong Un, I don't think anybody has crossed it since since mm-hmm. that family took over. Um, and again, it's like South Korea wants this to happen. They are they are pleased with what's happening. They like they just canceled military exercises this last week. Uh, this is good for South Korea too. Like and again, it's like like when everyone thought um, what's his face um, uh, the basketball player. Uh, uh, oh fuck! <laughs> don't ask me. I know the the one basketball player who went over there. Um, Dennis Rodman yeah. went over there. Like everyone was treating it like it was a joke, and it's like no, they are so into American pop culture, even though all their propaganda says to hate it. That we like American pop culture is used as bargaining chips to kind of get f- these kind of friendships started. But the idea that North, North Korea is going to give up their nuclear weapons is the most absurd. They would have nothing left to bargain There's with anymore. Nothing else. Like. 
So, like, yeah. and, and really all it is is kind of saying, okay, give up your nuclear nuclear weapons so then you can stop being, like, we can just demolish your dictatorship, which he's he's not stupid, and neither are the people around him. And so it's like, of course he's not going to do it. Right. Um, right. Perry asked if the new Pokemon's good. Oh, yes. Okay, so I will come out with an official review probably next week. Perfect. I have a really fucking tough week this week. Um, but so far, I've really been enjoying and enjoying uh, excuse me i've really been enjoying it perry yeah well, um, well we will on the next one we'll probably end up and please about it. if you get it add me um and we can become friends and we can trade we can battle i actually really want to get into competitive battling a little bit cool just because it'll be fun cool but yeah just add me I, I like it a lot and i think you would too i'm gonna read through these really quick before we get from back from the break so neon says they purposefully kept the foreign policy question from tulsi it was strategic i think so too mm-hmm. um uh well, she already said everything about I, I remember the bernie, bernie rally i went to tulsi was there with him him. I'm all totally f- all for a Bernie Tulsi so ticket. If he gets the nomination, if he doesn't pick her as vice president, uh, he's done. What a he's, joke he's, that he's, would he's be. Dead to me. He's dead to me. Well, because she, he, she's the FBI only one that stood up for him. Only one. Recently yes. told Congress, quote, the majority Chris of the domestic terrorism cases that we've <laughs> Christopher investigated are motivated by white supremacist violence. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Gabbard, to you, as president, oh, would you direct the federal government to do something about this problem that it is not currently doing? Yes, I would. We have seen for far too long the kind of racial bigotry, divisiveness, and attacks that have unfortunately taken the lives of our fellow Americans. Leadership starts at the top. (laughs) It's important that we set the record straight and correct the racial injustices that exist in a very institutional way in our country, Uh, beginning with things that have to do with our criminal justice system, where predominantly the failed oh, war on drugs thing. that has been continuing to be waged in this country has disproportionately impacted people of color and people in poverty. This is something that I'll do as poverty. president and That's commander a huge in thing chief, to get is to overhaul white our criminal justice system, working in a bipartisan <laughs> way to do things like end the failed war on drugs, end the money bail system, enact the kinds of prison reforms and sentencing reforms that we need to see that will correct the failures of the past. The most important thing here is that we recognize that we have to treat each other with respect, all of us as fellow Americans, regardless of race, religion, ethnicity, gender, orientation, and our politics. That kind of leadership starts at the top. As president, I will usher in a 21st century uh, White House that actually represents the interests of all Americans, first and foremost. Congressman Gabbard, thank you for that. Mr. Yang, what would you Well, I'm going to paint the White the House black. <laughs> well, first, we in have solidarity. to designate white supremacist terrorism as domestic terrorism so that the Department of Justice can properly measure it. Yeah, that was my field navigation. I talked to an anti-hate activist named Christian Picciolini, who told oh, me about how sucks. he was radicalized oh, no, I don't like him. Uh, over a 10-year period. He said he was a lonely 14-year-old thing is, and that he was reached out to by a hate group. And he wound this guy up went on Sam Harris's podcast. Now I'm sure you listened to it. Yeah, I did. He stinks. Uh, he, it's like yeah. those hate groups and back into he called out Sam Harris for some odd reason. And also, you, you don't get to be a virtuous, but like you don't get to be like a, a pillar of virtue if you were. It's just like he would have gone yeah. with them. He said if it had been a coach, I would have gone with him. If it had been a mentor or teacher, I would have gone with them. But instead, it was a hate group. So what we have to do is we have to get into the roots of our communities and create paths forward for men in particular who right now are falling through the cracks. And when you look at gun violence in this country, 96 plus percent of the shooters we're talking about are young boys and young men. We have to, as a country, start 
finding ways to turn our boys into healthy, strong young men talking who about do boys. not hate, mm -hmm. but instead that's feel important. like they have that's I feel like that's very important. in today's economy. Mr. Yang, thank of, you for uh, that. Age, Vice President Biden, what, excuse me? the of Me Too age. movement yes, has yes, forced yes, yes. a cultural reckoning around the issue of sexual violence and harassment against women in America. Oh, shit. Are there You're asking the sniffer? Take early in your the D.C. sniffer? This problem? Yes, and by the way, it's one of the reasons, the first thing I would do is make sure we pass the Violence Against Women Act reauthorization, which I wrote. The fact, I didn't write the reauthorization, I wrote the original act. The fact oh. is that... What happens now is that we, in fact, have to fundamentally change the culture, the culture of how women are treated. That's why, as vice president, when I asked the president I could start the, the movement on the college campuses to say, it's on us. It's everyone's responsibility. We do not spend yeah. nearly enough I mean, time dealing with, I was stunned. That's why I like the Yang being on the stage. Yeah. He's just saying things a lot of people are saying. I'll, I'll clarify, Picciolini is a great example of how somebody can go from a white nationalist to somebody who has said, been reformed. Agreed. I just think that he is to proving to be a bad spokesperson for his cause. You know what they said? Get men involved. <laughs> you can Engage the, lab. That's the rest good. of the community. And that's when we started this movement on the college campuses to fundamentally change the culture. No man has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger <laughs> other than in self-defense, and that rarely ever occurs. And so we have to just change the culture, period, and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. It will be a big per No, I really mean it. it, it, make, it it's a gigantic it issue. It's just a poor choice and of words by the laughing dumb down. clear from the top from the president on down, that we will not tolerate it. We will not tolerate this culture. Mr. Vice President, thank you. Senator Harris, this week you criticized Mayor Pete Buttigieg's outreach to African-American voters. You said, quote, the Democratic nominee has got to be someone who has the experience of connecting with all of who we are as Did the diversity see this thing of about the American Pete? people, end quote. What exactly- He published a list of 400 Harris? black people who supported well, his Douglas plan um, that related to a and like half of them didn't support um, the plan <laughs> that his campaign published. But listen, I think that the, oh, God. it really speaks to a larger issue, and, I, and I'll speak to the larger issue. I, I believe that the, um, the mayor has um, made apologies for that. Um, Weird. The larger issue Language. is that yeah. for too long, I think candidates I have taken so badly. Can you hold for this? Yeah, I can hold it. We're watching as a bait. Have been I'm the not backbone of the Democratic Party. It's not just me. And have overlooked those constituencies, and um, have you know they show up when it's you know <laughs> you close me. to election time and show up in a black church. Um, and there it and is with the black the church again. But just haven't been there before. I mean, you know the the. There are plenty of people who applauded black that women is the for only thing the she success has. of the 2018 election. Applauded black women for the election of a senator from Alabama. Um, but, you know, at some point, folks get tired of just saying, oh, you know, thank me for showing up and, want, and, and say, well, show up for me. Because <laughs> yeah. when black women... Biden disrespects others and doesn't know what personal space is. ...are three to the four times is, more likely to die in connection uh, with childbirth in America, when the sons of black women will die because of gun violence more than any other cause of death, when black women make 61 cents on the dollar as compared to uh, all women who tragically make 80 cents on Jordan the dollar. Jordan is missing nothing the right has now. To be where oh you my been, God, that was quick. And what are you gonna do? And do you understand who the people are? 
Oh, she's still talking. It was just, it was and all, I'm, running for president I'm a black woman, I got a black church, black that women, we dot, have dot, dot. Oh, cool. have leadership in this country who has worked with and Yeah, Kevin, of course she is, because, or of course Pete is intimidated by her, because she's the only, she's the only combat veteran on the stage, and that's like one of his angles. That's our LGBTQ community. And he also beats her on identity points. our labor unions, but that is how we are going to win this election, and I intend to win. Senator Harris, thank you. Mayor Buttigieg, your response to that? My response is, I completely agree, and I welcome. He is in the such a shitty position. Connecting with black voters in America who That's the title of this podcast. He's going behind before your I share what's in my plans, oh. let me talk okay. about what's in my heart and why this is so important. As mayor of a city that is racially diverse and largely low income, for eight years I have lived and breathed the successes and struggles of a community where far too many people live with the consequences of racial inequity that has built Finally, up some over good centuries, but been compounded by policies, <laughs> policies and decisions from within living memory. I care about this because my faith teaches me that salvation has to do with how I make myself useful to those who have been excluded, marginalized, and cast aside and oppressed in society. And I care about this because while I do not have the experience of ever having been discriminated against because of the color of my skin, I do have the experience of sometimes feeling like a stranger in my own country. As a turning gay on the man. News and seeing my own rights come up for debate and seeing my rights expanded by a coalition of people like me and people not at all like me working side by side, shoulder to shoulder making it possible for me to be standing here wearing this wedding ring in a way Our that mascot. couldn't have happened two elections ago. Wearing this wedding ring. Let me know just how ring. deep my obligation mm. is to help those whose rights are on the line every this day, is even not if a they wedding. nothing like me in their experience. But a lot Thank of people think it is. Thank you very much. Senator Harris, quick response. Look, there's a lot at stake in this election. And I've said it many times, I think justice is on the ballot in 2020. And it's about economic justice. It's about justice. justice for, she for, did say for justice. justice. You're right. Yeah. Justice for, for our it's teachers. Which she should I, not I be talking about. Right. And so the, the issue <laughs> she is really one to is talk. not what is the fight. The issue has to be how we going to win. And to win, we there have she to goes build again. a coalition How are we going to win? The Obama and it's when she gets, she blacks it up. It's like, like now that she knows she's on a black issue, she like starts won. to get all like. Well, you were peeing. It was about black church, looked, black women of color. It was. Like it's because it's all she has. It's literally, it's all she has. worked in many communities, knows those communities, and has the ability to bring people together. And everyone is going to have to be judged on their experience and therefore ability to bring folks together around our commonalities, of which I believe there are many. Thank you, Senator. Senator Warren, quickly. So I think it is really important that we actually talk about what we're willing to get in the fight for. And I just want to give one example around this. Senator Connor Harris McDavid right is the hot. question of economic justice. He's a hockey player. Let me give a specific example. And that is I love hockey players. Right now, in, American, uh, in America, African Americans are more likely to borrow money to go to college, borrow more money while you. they're in college, and have a harder time paying that debt off after they get one out. More. Today in America, a new I'm study came it. Out. Yeah, 20 sure. years out. <laughs> if I grew a beard, it would be as red as that. Money, 94% of them have I paid like off that. their student loan debt. 5% of African Americans have paid it off. I believe that means everyone on this stage should be embracing student loan debt forgiveness. It will help close the black-white wealth gap. Let's do something but, tangible and but why, real like, to make change. Why is it so country? expensive? Warren, like, I'm you, all for Ashley. that, but why Senator is it $100,000? 
why is it so much money to go to college? That's why fucking Bernie. Sorry, Tom, but this is why I hate boomers. It's like, right? It's a very. Oh, I went to college for eleven dollars. Why don't you do it, stupid? Yeah, fuck that. She hasn't spoken in a while. Warren has not gotten a lot of time. That's actually a good point. Klobuchar seems to get the most time in the last two, which is really weird. Trump is the one who has created this crisis. No, Biden. No, no. Obama created it by helping destabilize the governments even further in Central America. He has withdrawn aid. That means that oh families God. have to flee for their lives, have to flee for any Which is economic what opportunity. Tulsi's been talking about like you know, every- I found out that our government the regime changed. was actually oh taking away children from their families. I went down to the border. I went down there immediately. Whoa, I whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and I just hope everyone remembers what this looks like. Obama There's built like those camps. Amazon Obama built them. Filled with cages. Of women, and what are you gonna do? What's what's the solution here? Give me a fucking solution. And little boys, I spoke to a woman who was in the cage of nursing mothers, and she told me she'd given a drink to a police officer, and that the word had come down from the gangs that she was helping the police. She knew what that meant. She wrapped up her baby and she ran for the border. We need to treat the people who come here with dignity and with respect. A great nation How? does not Wh separate what do you want children to do? from their families. We need to live our values. Oftentimes the they're not their children. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sick of that platitude, Thank you, dude. Senator. Senator Booker, a quick response. Look, I want to be quick on this because I'd like oh, to get back in, to something I wasn't included speak in. Spanish. Is <laughs> nosotros tenemos que absolutely. If the if this is not effective, we see people cutting holes in his wall. His wall, what he brags about, is just wrong. We need to have policies that respect dignity, keep us safe and strong. I, I wanted to return back to this issue of, of black voters. I, I have a lifetime of experience with black voters. I've been one since I was 18. Um, <laughs> Nobody on the stage should need a focus group to hear from African American voters. Uh, black voters are pissed off and they're worried. They're pissed off because the only time oh. our issues seem to be really paid attention to by ghoulish. politicians is when people are looking for their vote. And they're worried because the Democratic Party, we don't want to uh, see people miss this opportunity and lose because we are nominating someone that doesn't, isn't trusted, doesn't have authentic connection. And so that's what's on the ballot. And issues do matter. I, I have a lot of respect uh, for, for the vice president. He is, uh, swore me into my office as a hero. This week I hear him literally say that I don't think we should legalize marijuana. I, 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 oh, no, right. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. That's a good one to go after. Let me tell you, because, because marijuana... Because I'm trying to get high. Marijuana in our country is already legal for privileged people. And it's one, the war on drugs has been a war on black and brown people. So let me, just, let me just say this. With more African Americans under criminal supervision in America, I mean, legalize all the slaves all since 1850. All of it. Yeah. Blanket, blanket legalization. And not talk directly to issues that are going to relate to the liberation of children because there are people in Congress right now that admit and girls. to smoking marijuana. She's confusing the border with little Saint James. Our kids are in jail right now for those drug crimes. What about so little Saint James? That mean a lot to our community, and if we don't have somebody authentically, we lost the last election. Let me just give you this data example. We lost Quickly. in, in Quickly, Wisconsin please. because of a massive diminution, a lot of reasons, 
but there was a massive diminution in the African-American vote. We need to have someone that can inspire, <laughs> as Kamala said, to inspire African-Americans to the polls at Thank record you, numbers. Thank you, Senator Booker. Vice question, President man. Biden, you can respond to that. I'll be very brief. Number one, I think we should decriminalize marijuana, period. And I think everyone, anyone who has Some a didn't say that this week. He said it was a gateway drug. Expunged, it be completely zeroed out. But I do think it makes sense, based on data, that we should study what the long-term effects are for the use of marijuana. That's all it is. Number one, everybody gets out, record expunged. Secondly, yeah, I, no, uh, he's know, not I'm, gay. I'm part of that, that Obama coalition. I come out of the black yeah. community in terms Corey of my Booker. support. There's a lot of rumors about If you notice, that. I have oh. more people Allegedly. supporting me in the black community that announced for me because Would you they let know him fuck me. You? They know who I am. No. Three Would you fuck him? No. The only I'm still thinking about American it. Woman that ever been <laughs> Considering it. To the United States Senate. <laughs> Letting him be our throuple will get some political power. That's not true. The other one is here. I said the first. They love gaslighting Biden. They really do. Ew, 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 ew. I was picked to be vice president was because of my relationship, long-standing relationship with the black community. I was part of that coalition. Thank you. Krista? And we do have to take another quick break, but we are oh, going to hear God. much more from the candidates. That was getting to be, right that was getting to be really, really hard to stomach. How Maybe because I'm getting tipsy, but. How long? I wonder if this one's going to go. It'll go till nine. Th- I imagine. Well, because it'll be so. fucking. It'll be midnight at, on the East Coast. Oh, maybe they'll cut it short. Uh, it's starting to get. Uh, <laughs> I need one more Tulsi moment. I need like a big. She she does too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I need a big thing from her because that's the only thing that makes this enjoyable. Right. When she when she shines. Um, anybody that's here that's enjoying us in any way, shape, or form, feel free to subscribe. I hate doing that. I know it's fucking annoying, but, uh, we talk about very similar shit. Crush that like button, everybody. I like how, Uh, I like how Bridget Vettacy does it. Just gently touch my bells. (laughs) (laughs) Just caress them, please. We live stream, if we don't get shut down for this, which doesn't look like we're going to, um, we do, uh, we do... Uh, live podcast every Wednesday, Wednesday at 7, 7 p.m. p.m. Pacific. On our YouTube channel, yes. Yeah. Uh, and we post every Wednesday night on our um, iTunes and SoundCloud. Right, yeah, usually I do it right afterwards. But, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, we would love to – we like a lot of you. This would be kind of fun to have Look you Look at here. that huge surge we just got. Oh, yeah, we do. I a, have to say it out loud because that might have meant that like some people might have gotten shut down. Yeah. That is kind of interesting. We did just get a lot more people in here. I bet you they're starting to get shut down now. Yeah, interesting. Everybody, please, uh, please pl- pray to the Lord. Pray to the Lord for us. I know, right? Let's go. Oh let's go God. to a black church. <laughs> let's get the this thing going. Is, like, it's free to watch, so I don't know why people are even watching it on YouTube. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe just accessibility. Nobody wants to go to Washington Post. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it up on the screen so people kind of like know that we're actually talking about this. Yeah, that is the link. If you want to type out that. Yeah, if you don't want to hear people talking. Of- yeah. We'll just go to go, go to the Washington Post homepage. They're playing. I think CNN is simul. No, no, MSNBC is simulcasting it with them. Yeah. I don't know why I went to Washington Post. I mean, they're both garbage. I think that like I felt like Washington Post is somehow less garbage than MSNBC. <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do them." Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys, uh, if you guys uh, like what we're doing, we we talk about very similar things. We love talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, what we like talking about. Um, Tulsi. Tulsi. About Tulsi. Guns. Yeah, we have an episode on that. Yeah. Um, um, oh, Savannah, thank you. 
Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, look at the the emojis. Yeah. The lemon oh. and the cherry. That is, I'm the cherry. I have a feeling obviously. Savannah's gonna be one of our new best friends. We we need a hot girl <laughs> subscriber, I think, because I think it's mostly just kind of disenfranchised gay men that follow us right now. I know it's all because we're yeah, like because the kind of thing gays. is like we're, we're 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 gay guys who like hate identity politics. We fucking hate it so much, and we're like so yeah. tired of being used as political pawns. And so, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where I. Uh, I don't know. I think that there's a there's a home for all of you here, yeah. I think. I feel so lucky to be a gay man with a podcast right now. Neoni, was Tim Pool really suspended? <laughs> Wait, what? No way. God, he sucks. We've talked about Tim Pool. That's another thing we talk about, Tim Pool and how much you, cause he you, cause, sucks. Because you were willing dude. to lift the moratorium where I'm allowed to talk <laughs> about Tim Pool again? Yes, let's do it. it. It'll be at my discretion. I will allow you to talk about Tim Guys, Pool. Guys, I'm a 35-year-old skateboarder. I work very hard every day looking into a camera and reading <laughs> articles that I didn't write. That I, I'm very hardworking. I'm so stressed <laughs> out about how much work I have to do. You guys have no idea how much work I have to do. Like it's almost, I'm kind of doing more of a Ben Shapiro uh, right now, but that's very much like a Tim Pool kind but of thing. But I really – I don't like like Tim Pool at all, and I think you've you've sort of swayed back to not liking that. And like MH Milk Toast Tim Pool. That's exactly it, dude. Like you, you are not just just say it. Like <laughs> he keeps calling himself a liberal, and it's like you mm. only cover things that have like are not. against liberal things. And it's like, and I have no problem with that too. But again, it's like you you are clearly an actor for some like particular like you're an agent of change of some sort and, and like how yeah. you have to admit that like so because you know what gets you clicks and what gets, gets people interested in you wow that right. went back down real quick no. i guess they didn't like my rant all right here we go <laughs> uh we are back we are back baby. should i gotta unmute this sorry here we go states including right here where we are tonight in georgia have passed laws that severely limit or outright ban abortion Right now, Roe versus Wade <laughs> protects a woman's right to abortion nationwide. Oh, they're talking about abortion. But if Roe gets overturned and abortion yeah, access Yeah, Tulsi has the only sane states, response on this. Yeah. Would you intervene as president to try to bring that access back, Senator Klobuchar? Well, of course. Uh, we should codify Roe v. Wade into law. That is what we should do. And this president indicated early on what he was going to do, and he's done it. Uh, when he was running for office, he literally said he, women should go to jail. Then he dialed it back and said doctors should go to jail. So no surprise that we're seeing these kinds of laws in Georgia and Alabama where his allies are passing these bills. And what we have to remember is that the people are with us. I agree and with I you, Jordan. We just think he's lazy and he's opinionated when claiming he isn't. Election. He gets ponderous after a while. We're talking about Tim Pool. Also, Donald anyone who skateboards over 30 is a serious problem. You know what? The it's people are with us. Just Over kidding. 70% Just of kidding. the people I'm support Roe I'm kidding. Over 90% of the people support funding for Planned Parenthood and making sure that women can get the health care they need. He is off the track on this, and he will hear from the women of America, and this is how we're going to win this election. It's, it's interesting. So every judge that he's Louisiana actually gotten in, like, governor, John Bell he... He has have not been like interested in overturning Roe v. Wade. Laws restricting abortion. Just, is there room in the Democratic Party for someone like him? I love that. Someone that who can meme. win in a deep red state, but who does not support abortion rights. Senator Warren. Look, I believe that abortion rights Weird. are human rights. I believe that they are also economic rights. And protecting the right of your fetus has a market value is what you say. I mean, that's the kind of thing I've been saying is like, like, like if you're like if you're a pro-choice person, which we both this. are, yeah. you have to admit that you are kind of in America, support of a version of eugenics. <laughs> and so like, that's what she's saying, women. but she's a politician. So she's not allowed to say girls, women who don't even know that they're pregnant. 
because they have been molested by an uncle. I want to be in America oh, where everybody has Jeez, a chance. Yeah. And I know it can that be a hard so decision uh, for rare, people, but, but here's yeah. the thing. When it comes down to that decision, a woman should be able to call on her mother. She should be able to call on her partner. She be, should be able to call on her priest or her rabbi. But the one entity that should not be in the middle of that decision is the government. Senator Warren, I need to push you on this a little bit for a specific answer to the question. Governor John Bell Edwards in Louisiana is an anti-abortion governor who has signed abortion restrictions in Louisiana. Is there room for him and the Democratic Look, Party with those politics? I have made clear what I think the Democratic Party stands for. I'm not here to try to drive anyone out of this party. I'm not here to try to build fences. But I am here yeah, to Margaret say Sanger this is, is what not I will somebody fight that you should for as president of the United up. States. Isn't the women the of plan America can count. Senator thank you, Senator Sanders. Yeah. Had, uh, some Not a good person. Yeah. Women feel strongly on it. Well, let me just tell you that if there's ever a time in American history where the men of this country must stand with the women, this is the moment. We are half of this and equation. I'm very tired, very tired of hearing the hypocrisy from conservatives who say, get the government off our backs. We want small government. Well, if you want to get the government out of the backs of the American people that understand that it is women who control their own bodies, not politicians. This Senator is a Sanders, issue. thank you. This is a voting uh, issue. Senator Booker. This is a voting issue. This is a voter suppression issue. Right here in this great state of Georgia, it was the voter suppression, particularly of African-American communities, that prevented us from having a Governor Stacey Abrams right now. Yes. And that is, when you have undemocratic means, when you suppress people's votes to get elected, those are the very people you're gonna come af after when, you, when you're in office. And this bill, opposed by over 70%, the heartbeat bill here, proposed by over 70% of Georgians, is the result from voter suppression. This gets back to the issue about making sure we are fighting every single day that whoever is the nominee, they can overcome the attempts to suppress the votes, particularly of low-income and minority voters. I don't either, Lisa. I'm just saying, Senator, like you saw here. It is, it is a reality we have to, to that point. You don't have to say it out loud. I, I am saying it out loud. Know, but. Set their own rules for voting and for elections. Depending on where you live, you may be required to show ID. Oh God! Not. We knew that fucking. You might have a lot of days for early voting, why, or fewer why days is or none. Voter ID. You might you have should, a cold you place walking distance, ID or you might voting. have to drive or take a bus to the edge of town. With that in mind, our next question if comes you from Jenna vote, in Maryland. You should stand asks, in line at the DMV at the to get your ID. <laughs> you need to put in that work Agreed. to be People able to cast your vote. If you were unable to get a state-issued ID, you probably shouldn't be deciding things for this country. I had to do it, so you do too. Because this affects every other issue that we care about. Now, the House of Representatives passed a, a pro-democracy, anti-corruption bill, which is one of many good bills to die in Mitch McConnell's hands in the United mm. States Senate. So you right. know that with Bingo. the White House at, at in your the right comment, hands, Jordan, we can make, Pete, for example, election days a federal holiday. We can use mm. carrots and sticks to induce states to do the right thing with automatic voter registration, same-day voter registration, making it easier for people to vote and, in particular, recognizing that we cannot allow the kind of racially motivated or partisan oh, voter God, suppression not... or gerrymandering that often dictates the outcome of election before the voting even Dude, begins. 
begins. I don't right even now, go to a voting booth anymore. I fucking get a thing in the mail because I sign up for mail-in voting. Like, you don't... Th this is that not a reality everybody has to live if they are pragmatic enough and they care enough about voting. ...means that our democracy is not worthy of the name. I just... I want to... these process this, issues are not always yeah, fashionable, yeah, yeah. we must act to reform our democracy itself. We need to, like, incentivize to voting in a way. Like there has to be some kind of motivation. I agree with this. what the mayor has just said, but this is a good example uh, where he has said the right words, but I actually have the experience and of leading 11 of the bills that are in that House passed bill and you just referred to. Um, and I think this yeah. kind if they of identified a gay gene that was matters. detectable in the first trimester, would you become pro-life? No, of course no. not. Because that would require something like CRISPR in order to eliminate the gene. So it's like, again, but again, that would be that would be what I'm talking about in terms of eugenics. It would be someone's choice. That, like, and, I, and honestly, my conspiracy theory is that they have identified the gay gene and they're not talking about it for that reason. And stop the unbelievable practice. So no, it still would if, 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 if parents chose to abort their kid because they're gay, well, that's their fucking that is choice. That my bipartisan bill, and I am so class close dark, to getting it done. But and the way I get it done is if I'm president. But just like I have won statewide, and Mayor, I have all appreciation for your good work as a local official, and you did not when you tried, I also have actually Lisa, yeah, done I'm the one typing. Work. I think experience should matter. Mayor Buttigieg, yeah. I'll let you respond to that. So first of all, Washington experience is not the only experience. Savannah, morality is subjective and human rights are made. Washington yeah. experience on Very this true. stage. And where are we right now as a country? Human rights are made up. I love that. I have the experience of bringing people together to get something done. I have the experience of being commanded into a war zone by an American president. I have the experience of knowing what yeah, is at Obama. stake as the decisions made in those big white buildings come into our lives, our homes, our families, our workplaces, and our marriages. And I would submit that this is the kind of experience we need, not just to go to Washington, but to change it before it is too late. Mr. Mayor, thank you. Congresswoman Gabbard, on the original here. question of voting thank rights, please. I mean, voting rights are essential for our democracy. Securing our elections is essential for our democracy. I've introduced legislation called the Securing America Elections Act that mandates paper ballots to make sure that every single voter's voice is heard. But I want to get back to Pete Buttigieg and his comment about experience. Ooh, uh, I mean, you'll agree that uh, the service that we both have provided to our country as veterans by itself does not qualify us to serve as Commander-in-Chief. I think the most recent example of your inexperience in national security and foreign policy came from your recent careless statement about how you as president be willing to send our troops to Mexico to fight the cartels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as commander he did in chief, say that. Leader of our armed forces, I bring extensive experience serving for seven years in Congress on the Foreign Affairs Committee, on the Armed Services Committee, on the Homeland Security <laughs> Committee, oh, working with leaders the second of, moment. of uh, countries around the world, working with oh military God. commanders of different commands, uh, dealing with high-level national security briefings, understanding what's necessary, the preparation that I've gotten to walk in on day one to serve as Commander-in-Chief. Thank so you, I've Mr. Merrill. Let's I know go. that it's par for the course in Washington to take remarks mm -hmm. out of context, but that is outlandish, even by the standards of today's politics. Are, are you saying right. that you didn't say that? I was talking about U.S.-Mexico cooperation. We've been doing security cooperation with Mexico for years, with law enforcement cooperation, 
and a military relationship that I hope this doesn't could backfire. continue to be developed with training relationships, for example. Do you seriously think anybody on this stage is proposing invading Mexico? That, that's not I'm what talking I said. About that's building not what I said. Up, I'm talking that's about building up alliances. <laughs> and if your question is about experience, let's also talk about judgment. One of the foreign leaders you mentioned meeting was Bashar al-Assad. I oh, have Jesus in my here we go again. such as it is, whether you think it counts or not, since it wasn't accumulated in Washington, enough judgment that I would not have sat down with a murderous dictator like that. Everybody he did. He just talked about diplomacy. Like you were asked directly whether you would send our troops to Mexico to fight cartels, and your answer was yes. The fact checkers can check this out. No. But your point about judgment is absolutely correct. Our commander in chief does need to have good judgment. And what you've just pointed out is that you would lack the courage to meet with both adversaries and friends yes. to ensure the peace and national security of our nation. I take the example of those leaders who have come before us, leaders like JFK, who met with Khrushchev, like Roosevelt, who met with Stalin, like, Donald like Trump Reagan, who met... So like what? Reagan, who met and worked with Gorbachev. These issues of national security yes. are incredibly important. I will meet was with and Reagan. do what is necessary yeah. no to kidding. make sure that no more of our brothers and sisters in uniform are needlessly sent into harm's way fighting regime change <laughs> wars that undermine our national security. I'll bring real leadership and experience to the White House. Oh, I've got to respond. Yes. Yes. The American people understand oh my God. that the political What's system we have today is corrupt. And it is not okay. just voter suppression, which costs the Democratic Party a governorship here in this state, not just denying black people and people of color the right to vote, <laughs> but we also have a system through Citizens United which allows billionaires to buy elections. So what we need to do, simple and straightforward, in every state in this country through the federal government. If you are 18, you have a right to vote. End of oh, discussion. Sake, side, side we have to overturn she was looking to just take things away from Buttigieg. That's all she's we doing. We need yeah. to move toward public funding He's so fucking elections. mad. On this last point, Mr. Steyer. Well, I agree with exactly what Bernie said, but I want to talk about how we're going to win in 2020. I don't mean to change the subject. But I think it's sort of important that the Democratic Party not only beat Donald Trump in 2020, God, but so have a sweeping victory across fickle. the country. <laughs> Placid and what man. what that's going to mean is turnout. Placid, sad turnout man. In the United States turnip. of America, the Democratic Party keeps talking about <laughs> trying to simple persuade a few farmer. people who are Republicans to like us. <laughs> I have made billions selling my turnips. Off of my turnips. Think neither party tells the truth. Yeah, Tulsi won no that, for sure. No one deals with sure. my issues. The system is broken. Why would we vote? That's two but wins for Tulsi tonight. Yeah. At yeah. Next Gen America is that is the start of a conversation about why votes are so important. Yeah, agreed. If you look at Bernie's got a big immigration and problem, house, and Tulsi what was really like, happened when she got interviewed about she was in the first debate with Al Razor Hand for the immigration thing. Quarters. She's like the one that was like, we can't. In the 38 congressional we can't, districts where Next like, I want to reform the system, but not young people. The oh, turnout went up by more than a hundred percent, more than double. So for us to win 
for everybody on this stage, for whoever's the candidate, to have a Senate that's Democratic, for us to have the sweeping victory that we Mr. absolutely Star, are going you. to have next year. It's a turnout question. We're going to have to tell the truth, Sir. and we're going to have to organize across this country. Thank you very much. It is time, right. at this point, it is well past time, if I'm honest. Uh, to start closing statements. And we are wow. going to start tonight with Senator Booker. The floor is yours. Thank you, Rachel. It's an honor to be here that tonight. That was a good win for I Tulsi. Not yet I think so too. for the December stage and need your help to do that. If you believe in my voice, she's a fucking I should be surgeon, dude. It's like, uh, it's like every time, like, yeah. and, and I know exactly why she did it. She, she does not understand why his, his stuff is surging and she wants to take uh, him down. John Lewis. Oh, I understand why it's surging. And important for me to mention why I'm so grateful. I think she knows. I've been calling in this whole election for our need statement. to fight and fight the right way by bringing people together. I hope together she doesn't just say the same shit she says over and over again. I hope she has something Donald really Trump. interesting That's to say. Floor. We need to go to the ceiling. We need to go to the mountaintop. I am literally Lisa, I think he's a sincere right guy, now. too, but he's just, because again, he just steals policies ago, from everybody else that matters more that can actually win, and the fact that he bought his way onto the stage is really irritating. Families, yeah. one of them mine, Same with fucking Bloomberg, who's going to fucking probably run a shitload of ads in real time on this, and nobody wants him. Why he did what he did, he told me that on March 7th, 1965, he was watching a movie called Judgment at Nuremberg on TV, and they interrupted that movie to show a bridge in Alabama called the Edmund Pettus Bridge. And there he saw John Lewis and other marchers who were beaten viciously by Alabama state troopers. We all owe yeah, a debt Nanny agreed. that we she cannot really repay. We all drink deeply and from won. wells of freedom and liberty. Dude, Nanny, he was this so fucking mad. You could see it in that moment. Where we need a leader that can inspire us. I've never seen him actually get that again. angry. That we have truly a moral moment in America like it was back in 1965. If you give me a chance to no, lead, of course not, I will Gabe, cause man. what John the media Lewis says like is good no, trouble. I will challenge us. But she'll I will keep ask fighting. more from you than any other president has ever What's asked Godwin's before. What's Godwin's life? Because we need to mobilize a new American movement. Keep me on this stage. Keep me on this race. It is time we fight and fight together. Please, Please to keep Corey voting Booker. for me in Dot polls. Senator right. Booker, thank you very much. All right, much. Tulsi's next. Mr. Right. Steyer, your closing statement. Oh, uh, they're going to do back and sides. Last time I was on this stage, I started by saying that everybody here is more patriotic and more competent than the criminal in the White House. And I stand by that statement. As a discussion on the internet grows longer, from the likelihood of a comparison of a person's being compared to Hitler or another Nazi reference increases. By very, very good, MH. Very, very good. That's very good. That is hilarious. Of ordinary American citizens to beat those corporations. I'm the only one on this stage who's willing to talk about structural change in Washington itself. Term limits. <laughs> Yeah, no, any judgment at Nuremberg was a decent movie, but I hated the end. And different people in charge. <laughs> I'm the only what person on this stage end? who spent decades Nuremberg trials? an international oh, yeah. business. <laughs> Whoever of us is the Democratic nominee is going to have to face terrible, Mr. Terrible. Trump or the Republican and talk about the economy, talk about growth, understand yeah lisa we can a lot of people they talk a lot they don't really say he is i'm re-watching the clap back from the economy which is his strong we're gonna be watching that she's really she, this is this is her moment though with this closing thing because like if she just says the same shit we've heard her say over and over again it's gonna be a, a pretty big fail from her so she needs to like recreate this up if you want to beat mr trump if you want to break the corporate stranglehold on this government just stop it with the pass all of the progressive policies that Trump on Trump is not wants. the reason why there's a I'm corporate strangle. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Stryer. I have spent a decade trusting the Thank American people. Shut Thank up. You, I'm Stryer. asking you to trust me. Thank you. Congressman Gabbard, go ahead. Okay. 
My personal commitment to you, to all of my fellow Americans, is to treat you with respect and compassion, something that we in Hawaii call aloha. Every single person deserves to be treated with respect, regardless of race, uh, religion, or gender, or even your politics. Inclusion, unity, respect, aloha, these will be the operating principles for my administration. Now, Dr. Martin Luther King visited Hawaii first back in 1959, where he expressed his appreciation for what we call the aloha spirit. He said, we look to you for uh, inspiration as a whatever. bold example she got her wins. for what you have already succeeded in the areas of racial harmony and racial justice where we are still struggling to achieve in other sections of the country. He later went on to say, as I looked out at the various faces in various colors mingled together like the waters of the sea, I see only one face, the face of the future. Working side by side, let's defeat the divisiveness of Donald Trump. Come together and usher in a 21st century of racial harmony, of racial justice, peace, inclusion, and true equality. Working side by side, let's make Dr. King's dream our reality. Thank you, Congresswoman. Mr. Yen, you're Yeah, good point, yeah. I'm here with my wife, Evelyn, tonight. We have two young boys, Christopher and Damien. How many of you all are parents like us here in the room? So if you're a parent, you've had this thought, maybe you've been afraid to express it, and it is this. I love Dolce, dude. Are not I right. do, too. Yeah. Look at all the flower emojis right we just got. Because we're leaving them a future that is far darker Aloha. than the lives that we have I love led. The, you know, I'm okay parents. with the end of closing statement, because she we're kicks some dicks in. economic transformation in our she, country's She history. stomped Kamala a second the time. Industrial revolution, and it is oh, pushing sorry, more and more of our people to the side. We talk as if Donald Trump is a cause of all of our problems. He is not. He is a symptom, and we need to cure the disease. Yep. Now, my first move was not to run for president of the United States, because I am not insane. <laughs> my first move was to, was to go to D.C., talk to our leaders, and say, technology is ripping us apart, immigrants are being scapegoated, our kids are being left behind, and the American dream that my parents came here to find is dying before our eyes. And the people in Washington, D.C. had nothing for this. They don't want to touch it. They don't want to talk about an issue they don't think they have a solution for. I'm not running for president because I fantasized about being president. I'm running for president because, like many of you here in this room tonight, I'm a parent and a patriot, and I have seen the future that we're leaving for our kids, and it is not something I'm willing to accept. We need to create a new way forward for our people. If you want to Somebody join is, us like in rewriting the rules of the 21st century economy, go to yang2020.com and make it so that we can look our kids in the eyes and say to them and believe it, your country loves you, your country values you, and you will be all right. Thank you, Mr. Yang. Aww, man. Uh, that was good. I, li I like that. I like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's sort of, it's like, it's, it's like uh, burning. I disagree with him on most things. But the sincerity and the human behind it. Because here's the deal. Like, in terms of, like, like just human issues, Bernie has been on the right side of history for 187,000 years. Yeah. So it's country, like. <laughs> you can tell the truth, and it's going to be fine. It reminded me of uh, Army Council years and years ago in the McCarthy hearings. Vote Goth Boy 2020. Actually, Mr. Welch, who said, have you no sense of decency, sir?
Honestly, MH, I don't think Trump wanted to be president. I think he was hoping to parlay it into a new media company, and he fucking won on accident. He was like, oops. This is my new media company. And bring down the cost of health care, yes. But this is also a patriotism check, a value check, a decency check. And when you look at the people that Yeah, Savannah, I agree. I think he meant the disease of searching for something better, like sick of the establishment, but he wasn't quite what Trump had wanted in the end. Yeah, Trump, I think is what you meant to say. I think Savannah's on mobile. It's getting autocorrected. And we must get our fired up Democratic base with us. But we also must get those MH, I agree. Yang is a good person. Politics be in life. I think that he would make a great VP for like so my dream world it would be Tulsi is president Yang is VP Yang handling like domestic issues her being a fucking alpha bitch for like the rest of the world so if you want to join us and remember that this won't be for me a personal victory it'll be a national victory of someone that wins in red districts and suburban purple districts and bright blue districts MH I think I think that Trump talked about being president a lot because he was on things like Oprah whenever they'd ask him the questions I love like 1980s Trump voice, which is, frankly, I don't really know what I want to do with the president. Like, it's very low-key. Now he's like, and frankly, it's like he's gotten much louder as he's gotten older. Frankly. Oh, God. Um, This is a fight for our rule of law, for our democracy, and for our system of justice. And it's a fight we need to win. God, I got to pee so bad. You can go. I mean, it's... I'm going to wait. I believe we have to have the ability to not only have a nominee who can go toe-to-toe like with my Donald priorities Trump, right now. And I have taken on Jeff. Ping or listening to Kat Mala. Yeah. I've taken on Brett Kavanaugh. I know oh, I have God, the ability shut to up. do that. We you fucking, and you, and you lost the Brett Kavanaugh yeah, thing because no one fucking believed that. And who has the experience of having done that. I've done that work. I believe we need someone who has the ability to speak to all the people Gabe, if you honestly believe that Trump is not going to make a fuckload more money for his family, his family will forever be solidified into being actual billionaires for the rest of their fucking life based on this presidency that he's had now. Like, there is no fucking question. Like, why is why is Obama, with the salaries that every president goes into, why are they now multi, multi, multi millionaires after becoming president? I mean, come on. People are facing, regardless of where they live or their race or gender, are very much on the ballot from economic justice to reproductive justice to healthcare justice to educational justice. And I truly believe that when we overcome Yeah, MH, these if there was a DNC ticket that could sway me away from Trump, it would be Tulsi Yang. And frankly, because if it's not them and you're in your Republican, I understand why you'd vote for Trump. Like, I am not somebody who hates Trump voters at all. Like, in fact, I totally fucking get it. I get it. Yeah. And that is why I'm running for president. Thank you, Senator Harris. <laughs> I wouldn't ever vote for Trump, but if there's something Mayor, that would turn me from... Well, first of all, I, I want to remark that oh. we're in the city of Atlanta, exactly a city what you where want. a great local leader, Maynard Jackson, helped create if I were a Republican the and there were, if there was anything to turn me away from he, nobody is going to, no one black is going to like you. It's it never going to happen. Pete, no black people like you. And just as local gay, leaders have shown black people don't like gay people very much. It's just the truth. Accept it. Accept this reality. Expanding opportunity and expanding a sense of belonging. He has so much DNC money behind him. They want him so badly. I'm well, not shifted only to because Trump. Warren totally blew it with her tweet thread about Medicare for All. Right. And so now it's Pete. Yeah. yeah. The era that must come after Are you not suspicious of the that polls that you've been seeing where he's I'm like, so suspicious. there's, there's no fucking exclusion. way. He increased by 14%. By Give me a yeah, fucking break. Yeah. Fuck that. 
I am inviting progressive. Trump was a vote for Sick of Dynamite, totally. And I was to I'm totally with you on that. Like, in fact, like, um, like, I mean, we live in Los Angeles, so, like, obviously we had to, like, hold our nose and pull the lever for Hillary. But it was, like, just so we could just say to our friends that we had done it. But, like, I mean, frankly, like, frankly, if it comes down to Warren or something, I either am not going to vote for president or... I'm not going to say that part, but, like, I mean, I'm not, like, I can't. I can't vote for a lot of these people. Era for the American people, beginning in November 2020. Thank you, Senator Sanders. Thank you. Let me say a word about yeah, myself. Unusual as it may seem, <laughs> uh, I am the son Sweetheart. of an immigrant, young man of 17, who came to this country without a nickel in his pocket. I have some sense of the immigrant <laughs> experience. I will stand with the 11 million undocumented immigrants in this country. Oh, no. At the age of 21, as a member of a civil rights group at the University of Chicago, I was arrested, spent a night in jail, uh -huh. and I have been committed to the fight against all forms of discrimination, racial discrimination, sexism, homophobia, xenophobia, and religious bigotry. I will lead an administration that will look like America, will end the divisiveness brought by Trump and bring us together. During this campaign, I am proud to say that I have received more campaign contributions true. than any candidate at this point in an he election four in American million. history. Yeah, it's, fucking, it's pretty fucking four crazy. Four million contributions. There you go. Averaging $18 apiece. If you want to be part of a movement that is not only going to beat Trump, but transform America, that doesn't have a super PAC, doesn't do fundraisers at wealthy people's homes, please join us at BernieSanders.com. Thank you. Short and to the point. So, thank you. You know, I listened to this last? debate tonight, and yeah, I hear a lot of really weird. good ideas. But I take a look at the issues I'm gonna steal a lot of them. About. We've talked about climate change. We've talked about defense spending. We've talked about private health insurance. We should have talked about gun violence. What do these issues have in common? Well, first, they touch people all over this country in their everyday lives. And what is the second thing they have in common? We know what we need to do. We have a lot of good ideas for how to fix it, and the majority of Americans are with us on it. And yet, we don't make change. Why not? Because of corruption. Because we have a government that works better for big drug companies than it does for people trying to fill a prescription. It works better for a giant defense industry than it does for everyone who worries about the money that goes Thank into you, arms you, instead of into Sleep our public well. schools. We have a government that works for those at the yeah, top Nianoni, my, and not that's exactly what I was thinking else. too. My father came here legally, so I stand with 11 million immigrants. Watergate. That's some sound logic, it yeah. It involves ending lobbying as we know it, blocking the revolving door between industry and Washington, <laughs> making everyone who runs for federal office put their tax I need returns on <laughs> We have to have the courage not to oh, make Gabe. just individual changes, so not to fight for little pieces. We want Was to make real BDSM progress on, on when she climate. Was, did she tell you and she was a Native American? We start by attacking the corruption that gives the oil industry and other fossil fuel industries This is really common in my Native American culture. <laughs> I am so Touching grateful Gabe to be Gabe here, Steinberg and I am in 1989. To an America. 
that gave the daughter of a janitor a chance to become a public school teacher, a chance to become a college professor, a chance to become a United States Thank senator, you, senator, and a chance to become a candidate for president of the United States. Thank oh you. my gosh, did you start crying? Vice President Biden, your closing statement. I assume when we're talking about the corruption yeah, of Gabe, the government, we're all, talking all, about all of the major Obama defense companies are run by women now. Made so much progress. But one thing we haven't talked about here today, we haven't talked, we've talked about everything, we haven't talked about the one thing I think is most consequential. Oh, God. You know, the American him. people have an enormous opportunity. There's incredible, incredible, I'm, I've never been more optimistic about our prospects in my entire career, and I got elected as a 29-year-old kid to the United States Senate. <laughs> Folks, we are in a position where we have, we're the wealthiest no. nation in the world. Our workers are more productive than workers Don't around the it. world, four, three times as productive as workers in Asia. We have more great research universities that the people own than all the rest of the world combined. We're in a position where we've led not by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. I'm so tired of everybody walking around like, woe is me, what are we going to do? Let's remember, this is the United States of America. There has never, ever, ever been a time when we've set our mind to do something, we've been unable to do it. Never. His teeth. Never, mm -hmm. never. So it's time to remember who our it's like all bottom teeth. Let's take yeah, back this is. country Urgh. and lead the world again. It's within our He has way power too many to bottom it. teeth. Get up and take it Look back. Look at that. Vice President Biden, thank you. <laughs> and let me take this opportunity to thank all of the candidates for a spirited and excellent debate. He has like eight well, I want to thank all of you, and incisors. I want to tell you that on MSNBC tonight, my colleague Brian Williams is going to pick up our coverage. <laughs> all right, no Whatever. one cares. Yeah. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> Enough. So thank you, Rachel. Let me move over. Logos back to the right spot, so we can. Well, we made it. We made it without getting copyright flagged. I know, that That's was quite amazing. Good. It. I think it was the full screen thing. We did this last time where we didn't go full screen with the debates. Yeah. And we did not get taken down. Yeah. Which is amazing. Great um, thinking on your part. Nianoni says Warren was a Native American stripper when she was in college. She was the first one at one at strip club to make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the the top it moved and I couldn't get the, that joke <laughs> in the right timing. Um, Savannah says, work. with the whole Agent Orange thing and coups going on in South America, we need to just chill and stop being hypocrites with Saudi Arabia, etc. Trillions lost in military spending. Yeah, agreed. I mean, like, and that's kind of like one of the biggest things that no one talks about is like Obama Im ballooned our 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 war debt like seven trillion dollars. Right. I mean, so that like I, I want a lot of these kind of social programs that bernie wants i mean these are all i think i mean maybe not in the way that he wants to implement them but i think like his head's in the right place right, right. like this is like a future we need to get to but it, in order to get it we need to stop becoming as mm -hmm. tulsi keeps saying the world's police like we yeah. have to stop doing that we know exactly where to pull this money from yeah and nobody is admitting it except for tulsi because they're all implicated in the the war in in, in like the foreign wars that we that we involve ourselves in, but also in the politics of this, this war money. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Every Democrat is implicated. Every Republican is implicated. And in that, all and that's, a, that's the biggest thing. Like each one of these sides on these debates, they just keep trying to act as if like they are part of, they were, they weren't part of the problem. And it's like, no, 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 you, you all are, are part of the problem. You yeah. all, you all have been involved in it. And like, that's like the one thing that I give, I mean, cause Tulsi's so fucking young, like Pete's younger by like one, like cunt, cunt hair, but I mean, but it's not very by much. Um, 
Neononi says that would have been literally impossible to get through without you guys. Seriously, that was just tedious. Yeah. Well, we're, we These, always love having you, but the debates are always this way. They're always so fucking ponderous and so they have no direction whatsoever. No. And honestly, like, the only person I really look out for personally is Tulsi because she has somewhere to go and she has a stance as well as Bernie too. I, I think, I think that with, I think with the, with the three people that we have on our thumbnail, which is Bernie, Tulsi and Yang, mm-hmm. Yang is like in terms of, okay, we have an automation crisis coming and we have to de- like, we have to deal with like domestic issues that are like help, like hurting mm-hmm. people. Bernie, it's like healthcare. It's healthcare. Just, and then Tulsi, it is, it is foreign, foreign policy. policy. And with all of them, it's trying to grab bits of all of them and make it into a thing. And it's not, it, it's not, they just have to say so much gobbledygook gook, like horseshit that yeah. nothing ends up coming out of their mouth. Imagine like a triad presidency with the three of them. We would get That's so very, much fucking done. very racist by saying that about uh, about Andrew Yang. What's that? What do you mean? The triads. The triads. Yeah, Explain. It's a Chinese I'm... Chinese gang. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm not you? racially focused like you are. <laughs> Rutro. Um, I miss I, I miss I, I miss Crystal Orb Mom too. We really could have used some love and compassion on the <laughs> I stage. Know. It honestly, and we said this close to the beginning of the debate. Like, I miss her presence. Yeah, because because like they're really. I mean, honestly, too, like people want to goof on her, but what she was saying was not really that stupid. It was just kind of like you know, look, like blah blah blah, like love, like it, like. And she's even said like, I'm not some dumb crystal lady. I did love that like hot mic thing that she yeah. had where she was like. The liberals are the fucking meanest ones to me ever. And yes. It's like, yeah, oh dude. Like, that's what we all are saying is that we are all we all were liberals at some point, and then now we're f- completely fucking homeless because some like Rachel Maddow, the fucking cunt who was moderating this thing, is such a piece of fucking shit. And so, yeah, we're we're uh, and yeah, and so Jill Stein has brought this up. Savannah talks about ranked choice voting. Agreed, that should be a thing that ends up happening. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know uh, if you guys enjoyed this. I know you you don't. You don't really know what our content is like, but if you want to take a chance on us and uh, touch our subscribe button and our gently bells, very grope it. G- gently grope, gently sniff our bells and buttons. <laughs> uh, we would very much appreciate that. Yeah, and that would uh, be cool. but like everybody that was in here, like we're all from different sides of the spectrum. Just like so, you know who we are. We're we're somebody who did not vote for Trump. We're not Republicans, but we're not against everything that he does. He doesn't mm. derange our mind. In fact, you can find many t- like um, podcasts where we talk positively about the things that he's done. Um, even like even at the the worst case scenario, we find him to be a necessary disruption that happened in this country that was good for kind of dredging up the corruption on both sides, sure. um, like including Epstein, which if Hillary, Hillary Clinton had won, would have never have become a thing ever, even though it's just going to disappear in the next couple of weeks again. But it'll come back up. Well, they're bringing charges to the guards that were watching his cell. Did you see that? Yeah, which is that's again the so so scapegoated. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so um, we like Tulsi Gabbard. Um, we think that some of the things Bernie stands for is good, although I think that we're not big believers in socialism. Um, I don't know. I think I think that you could all of everybody who stuck with us this whole time could potentially like what we have to say. Um, oh, thanks, MH. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, and you can say, Gabe, you can say all kinds of naughty words. Uh, we say many, many naughty words right. and uh, are probably critical of a lot of the same things that you are too. Um, but, uh, well, I don't know. I almost feel like getting getting taken down, your channel getting taken down for saying something infamous is like the best fucking meal ticket <laughs> as long as you don't get banned off of everything. Right, right. So it's sort of like, it's sort of all or nothing now, especially when you're trying to get some kind of exposure. But 
I don't know. You got to pee, right? I do have to pee so All right, everybody. Well, bad. if you want to see us, we're here every Wednesday, every Wednesday. live 7, 7 p.m. Pacific. Pacific time. Yeah. And, we'll and we will see you then. All right. Love you all. Bye. Bye.